With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Wake up, sports fans. Welcome to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We're presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. Joining me today are, down below is my, I actually got to move him. <laughs> oh, oh, to you got my make, right. Yeah, there we go. There to we go. my right, <laughs> my broadcast partner, Dustin Henry. Dustin, how are we doing this morning? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I sound uh, I sound a little groggy, but I'm telling you, I'm wide awake and ready to talk football here. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Doing good. Slept slept in a little bit this morning, which was not not really my thing over the last couple of weeks. But I didn't have to work any overtime this morning, so because I wanted to be here. And down below, this handsome bastard, <laughs> part of the Corner Booth podcast. Jared, Jared, how are we doing this morning? Well, boys, I'm up since seven. Got a good workout in. Just broke my fast about 10 minutes ago. So my energy's coming back. I'm not dizzy anymore. Driving home when you're fasting for 12, 13 plus hours is a little scary. Uh, Especially where that, you live. <laughs> you're doing that intermittent fasting? I, Dude, it's, I've been doing it for about a month now. I, it's honestly, I freaking love it. Like, I, it stinks for the first, like, if I'm having a slow day at work. But, like, there was one day I think where we had our boss come in. My boss was in there, the CEO. We had a customer who had me do this, like, a four-hour estimate for a patio job. I'm sitting there just, like, doing the work. And I'm like, look now. It's like, it's 1230. I haven't eaten yet. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've done it. I, I haven't done intermittent fasting. But I did notice when uh, when I was working from home, I'm like, you know what? I'm not eating lunch. So I was like, why the hell am I eating these massive lunches when I when I go to the office? Like, what's the difference? So I just cut lunches out at the office. It's made a difference for me as well. But I am not doing the intermittent fasting. I eat breakfast. I eat dinner. That's it. See, I I need lunch. Lunch is my favorite meal of the day. So like for me, it's like I can do go out. Even though I love breakfast food. Like I, I'm like Ron, I'm like Ron Swanson, man. I need my breakfast food. But excuse the sound. Ghost decided he's got the zoomies right now. 
I mean, listen, I, I, I even not having breakfast stressed me out, but not as much as stressed as I am about the Super Bowl tomorrow, man. I am. Yeah. That's right. That's uh, right. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm, I'm like stressing like hell. Man. Well, there you go. There, there you is. go. I love the term. There it is. I, I just, did rep the Seahawks, but they're not there. Listen, I love Gino, man. <laughs> Gino's my dude. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I don't. I hope they don't commit to him long term, though. I, just, I think sign, it him, is. sign him to like a two year deal. Get somebody behind him. There you go. Yeah. You see, I think he's too talented to be a transition guy. He's not like Tyrod Taylor. I think he's more on tape. And I could do an entire show on my tape study of the Seahawks offense and uh, Geno Smith this year. I will tell you this. Right now, for the next three years, there's nobody better in the draft. You could draft like a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young, but you're not going to get where Geno Smith was at last year until year four, year five, if you're lucky. So I think at least for this, they should at least commit three years to him. If he's washing up at that point, draft a quarterback. There's always some generational talent coming out every other year. So you can you can risk it. By that time, Pete will retire, and you can start over with a new coach and a new system and do whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what? We'll have to see who's right, though, because Rysterdamus predicted that the Seahawks would be drafting C.J. Stroud. But when he made, in Rysterdamus' defense, he made that prediction when the draft order was a little different. (laughs) So we'll see. Is that Ryan Ryan, himself when he predicts draft picks? I, I coined him that. Uh, and because the been, because of the jag because what happened with the Jaguars when the AFC East the, or AFC South the, excuse me yes he called, I called it too it's not rocket science when you realize that division was built on like Humpty Dumpty bricks no no but there's been a few he, he like this was this was like, while the Titans were doing that sl- yeah doing the uh, t- where they're doing the Rocky the, the Smoky Mountain slide and he also he also it was it was more what what got me is that he predicted like almost the exact way it was going to happen. And there's been a couple other things, uh, so I, I'm just a little, I'm a little well, afraid. We'll, we'll get to Reister Dumas in just a second. Before <laughs> my best prediction was that Russell Wilson was going to tank on the Seahawks and the Broncos. <laughs> there you go. I don't know what hurt more that or the fact he's been ripping off people like the tax collector from Robin Hood. Oh jeez. Oh man. Yeah, Russ is. Uh, Russ is. Dude, I'm loving it. I his... think Russ is. Russ is, to- is the corniest dude in the planet, man. <laughs> he's well, in some trouble. We're going to get to all the football talk in just a moment. But before we do that, I have to do some business, guys. We have to remind people about our social channels, which are right down below. Twitter, Instagram, and the very rarely used TikTok at NoCardsRQ. Facebook.com forward slash NoCardsRQ. And YouTube.com forward slash NoCardsRQ. And if you're watching right now on either YouTube or Facebook, whether live on the replay, do us a favor and smash that like button. Smash responsibly. Oh, nice. Help the show. Yeah, I made that graphic just a uh, um, last. I think it was last. No, it was last week before our uh, our belly up uh, hockey live stream. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. And the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast. Megaphone is our home base. We can also listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you podcast. And if you would be so kind to rate and review, we'll read your review on the air, no matter how good or bad it is. We'll read it on the air. <laughs> and Dustin, I know you've been waiting for at least 10 days to hear this beautiful, beautiful sound because, again, we love audience participation on this show, don't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We read the comments section, most of the comments section. But engage with the show during the show. Leave a comment, and we're going to play that beautiful, beautiful bean music. Yeah. 
as calling everybody Wonko the Sane, Uncle Al, Scott. Comment, yep. engage with us. Sick Diggy, <laughs> all those, all, those, oh, all, those yeah. all our all our rowdy friends. Can't forget right. Kevin either. No, you can't forget Kevin Wilson. He's always he's always chiming in. Good guy, good guy. All right, we are, we're also waiting for some additional gifts. Uh, gifts, uh, some additional. Yes, bring us your gifts too. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we're also waiting for additional guests to arrive. So we're just I'm waiting on them. But before we do, but while we wait, let's do our Super Bowl preview, boys. Uh, right. Obviously, Jared, we know who J- we, big games tomorrow night, six thirty p.m. kickoff. We got, I believe, the most evenly matched teams since Super Bowl twenty-five. I would agree with it. I would Super agree Bowl twenty-five. That's before my time. Bills and Giants. Those ah, okay. Yeah, I would classic, I, a classic Super Bowl. <laughs> Frank Wycheck was probably watching in front of his TV. Now, now. <laughs> <laughs> he might have been a senior in high school for all. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> now, I, I say Frank Wycheck, big fan. We know you're watching. <laughs> yeah, would shout out, shout out. But I will say, um, I think I agree with you, Ryan, because I. I'm struggling to pick this game. I have to be honest. I'm struggling to pick this game. Oh, there he is. The show mascot. mascot. The show mascot. He's tagging along for the show. He sure is. uh, (laughs) But I say that I agree with you because I've struggled to pick this game. Now, if if I go off my instinct, I think the Eagles running game is superior. I think that the Eagles wideouts are superior. I think the Eagles defense is better overall than the Chiefs. The only edge where I give the Chiefs the edge is at tight end and quarterback. And I just have this thing where I'm like, every time I've picked against the Chiefs, they've gotten me. I was wrong in the regular season when I picked against them. I was wrong. I thought the Bengals would take care of business at Arrowhead. Um so I don't know. This game is a tough to tough to call. Everything in me wants to pick the Eagles because I feel that they are the superior team to my eyes. But I cannot discount uh, Mr. Patrick Mahomes. I just can't do it. And uh, I think the Chiefs are going to be ready to play. And I think for some reason the Chiefs are the Chiefs have been playing like they got a chip on their shoulder. So, Jared, Jared, as our Eagles fan, Dustin, please pick the Chiefs. Just please pick the Chiefs. Um, <laughs> bet on whoever you want. Just on the show, pick the Chiefs. Um, so I, I love what you said about the Chiefs, and this is no disrespect to the Chiefs. I fear the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the one team that keeps me up at night when I play them. I did not. I feared the 49ers because I fear Nick Bosa breaking my quarterback shoulder. Once I saw Jordan Mailata toss him like a rag doll, I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, yeah, the 49ers defense got sunned by us badly. Like it wasn't even close. I lo- like shout to Niners players for proving once and for all they're a bunch of babies. Like, dude, like y'all got murdered by us. It didn't matter who was playing quarterback. You would have lost by 20 instead of 30. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Wait, they had a quarterback? Uh, I mean, Ryan, you and me could have gone out there and thrown a couple balls around the yard and it still would have been better. It still wouldn't have yes, mattered. Yes, you want to see a 45-year-old, a biscuit short of 300-pound man playing quarterback for your team. Or That's a 27-year-old. Hey, like, hefty lefty was out there slinging. <laughs> Listen, I got the arm to play Jared Lorenzo may you rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> I can throw the ball 50 yards. I can't run 50 yards without like, somebody catching me from behind. 
Listen, I'm getting in shape. I, I played, I, look, I was a loose end prop in rugby, so I could probably run. <laughs> yeah. I played, I played outfield, and I played I in third base, and I I played fo- I played quarterback as like a uh, you know as a fly football guy, but like you know that was easy for me. I could throw I could throw the ball a damn mile, but it doesn't matter because I can't move like these NFL guys can. But anyway, right when I look at the the Eagles and the Chiefs have two very different stories, but. They have the two MVP candidate quarterbacks. Mahomes won by a mile because Jalen missed those two games. And say what you will, I think the Chiefs look just as good with Patrick Mahomes out as they did with him in against the Jags, whereas with the Eagles lost lost Hurts for two games. They looked okay against Dallas, and they looked abysmal against New Orleans. New Orleans, who is a dumpster fire garbage franchise who I hate and despise, and I love the way I have their draft pick. Um I have a little accident with them. Uh, so my favorite thing about all of this in this whole game in total is that everyone has said all year, all oh, the Eagles are trash. The Eagles don't have it. The Eagles don't got this. The Eagles don't got that. I'm like, you know what? Fine. Keep, keep running. I've been very quiet. I will stay quiet about it because, I mean, I'm, I'm chirping back at the Niners fans a little bit because I'm like, dude, like, why are you talking? Are you trying to start a rivalry with Philadelphia? Because you'll lose. Yeah. We have five Super Bowls. That's why. Like, yeah, you guys, you guys, oh, you guys supposed to go to Super Bowls? Like, no, you guys. They're, were, so, they're sound like Cowboys fans. We got five no, rings. Cow- yeah. Listen, I, I gave a comment to Cowboys fans on on Kelsey's show on Wednesday. Shout to uh, High Low Sports and my show on Thursday, where I said I got to give a lot of props to Cowboys fans and Cowboys players. Y'all handled it like pros. You yeah. lost. You knew you lost the game. It wasn't the Niners who won. You lost the game and you owned it. And yeah. you owned it, and you moved on. I was like, you know, bravo, Dallas, good job. And then I watched that crap a week later where everyone and their mother associated with the 49ers. Like, Robbie Gold, dude, the only reason you still have a job is because Kyle Shanahan, I think you owe, he owes you money. That's the only reason you have a job as a kicker. And you're yeah, coming you incriminating from, photos. Incriminating yeah. photos on Kyle Shanahan for the fact that he literally is – he tried to get Trey Lance Hurts so and get Brock Purdy in there. Um Listen, Brock Purdy's a decent quarterback, man, but let's not act like this dude wasn't going to throw about four or five picks against Philadelphia anyway. They like, did he, pressure him early. They did pressure yeah, him early. So yep, that's what got so, so I said this last night, right? I said to a buddy of mine at the bar, was Giants fan, listen to the show. Shout out to my boy, uh, Dom. I said to him, I'm like, listen, the Giants had a good idea. Their blocking scheme was phenomenal. The problem was, is they had no receivers. So Slay and Bradbury locked them up. And so they were getting to him anyway, but they had a good blocking scheme. You know how you have a good blocking scheme, but your receivers suck? If there's five seconds, you have to sit in the pocket and nobody's getting open. Yeah, That was the Giants' no. story against the Philadelphia Eagles. Against the Niners, didn't matter who the hell was catching the damn ball. Their blocking scheme was atrocious. They were trying to slide backup tight ends on the defensive player of the year, or should be, according to Fox he is, um, Hassan Reddick, who broke more plays and oh, broke man. more elbows than anybody else this season. Um, with this game, right, and Dustin, you are totally right. The quarterback advantage is – with the Chiefs. The Chiefs also have the possibly the greatest tight end of all time in Travis Kelsey. He's on pace to do to be the greatest tight end of all time. I love Travis Kelsey. I think he's hysterical. I love guys like him, like Jabroni, because here's the thing, Mike. That does, <laughs> hey, listen, Ryan, that doesn't count towards my the corner booth role. So I'm still good here. Um you're quoting because you're quoting somebody else. I'm quoting somebody else and I'm not cursing okay. yet. Um the <laughs> thing is with the Chiefs, Isaiah Pacheco scares me too because that dude runs so damn hard. He's he's fast. He's he is fearless. Fast. He's the he's what he's what the Chiefs needed to replace Tyreek Hill. He's yeah. a battering ram that runs a four four. It's yeah. And why? Okay, so here's the Tyreek Hill thing, right? So this is why Eagle secondary is like ecstatic that they don't have Tyreek anymore. 
this played the Chiefs last year. It was a regular season game, but you know what killed us? Tyreek dropped a 200-piece on us. I think he had two touchdowns. I think yeah. Travis had a touchdown, but we were keeping the game. Travis Kelsey will score tomorrow. That is going to happen. Yeah. What is going to be the difference maker is, one, can the Chiefs defensive line break through the brick wall of Kelsey and Mylotta and arguably the greatest right tackle in the 2000s, 2010s, Lane Johnson? Like, I was talk- I was going through over the stats last night, by the way. Lane Johnson may be the greatest right tackle of my generation. He is. Like, dude hasn't allowed a sack since Trump was still in office. Like, that that should tell you something. Like, I think even before, I think it was 2020, he, somebody sack went. So that was the last time he gave up a sack. Hmm. Dude's playing on a torn groin is still messing dudes up. It, it's scary. But anyway, if yep. they can get Actually, the Jared, up, before, yes. before, we, before we go on, we do, we do have a guest in the green room. I'm going to oh. bring him in right now. He is one half of Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. He's also the owner, CEO, CFO, and COO of Cole Sports with a Z. <laughs> he is Cole Johnson. Cole, what's going on, brother? How you doing, gentlemen? Ryan, it's a wonderful introduction. I, I totally appreciate that. Uh, doing good. Doing good. I mean, it's not, my, it's not my bumper for coffee with McCarthy, but... I, I <laughs> 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 but, it, it, but it works all the same. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Thanks for coming on. And thank you. Uh, thank you. you I, I got to level up my game. You got your name behind you. That's awesome. <laughs> I got to do that. <laughs> and now uh, I have your name you, right down below. So there you go. Oh, Brian, you, know, you can actually now on Streamyard to drop it. So like the you can put your social media tag underneath your name. Underneath the name, yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's why yeah. I mean, that's we started doing the corner booth because it was just getting too big, ridiculous. Where I have like all my handles across my name. Yeah. I at least was able to score this name on all my social medias, like across the like Instagram, uh, Twitter. I'm not going to do a TikTok, but I've had this. (laughs) El Dusto 67 has been rolling for a long time. (laughs) Well, listen, since I I am a fan of old school rap music, my Twitter handle for the longest time was Big Daddy Clem, being my last name, being Clem instead of uh, Big Daddy Kane. And a lot of people like never got – Anybody who understood rap music was like, dude, that is clean. I'm like, exactly. That is. That yeah. is. That is so clean. <laughs> that is. You told also, me that, I, I like, Big Daddy by the way, slaps. If anybody disrespect, I there's one kid I used to work with at my old job, and he's like, who the hell is Big Daddy Kane? I'm like, he's literally one of the best lyricists of East Coast rap ever. But, you know, it's okay. Yeah. I'm a country boy, and I know who Big Daddy Kane is. That should tell you <laughs> Dude, if I saw that, and you would say that, what's your hand? But like, oh, you're Kane fan. He's like, cool. He's like, what about <laughs> This dude's like, what about Kodak Black? I'm like, bro. Oh, he just looks like Lamar Jackson's weird-looking cousin. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe he's going to be playing quarterback <laughs> for Baltimore because I don't think Lamar will. Who knows? Hey, listen, Kodak. No, Snoop Huntley got it, bro. Kodak <laughs> Black to Big Daddy King. Uh, that's like comparing Nathan Peterman to Joe Montana. No. Oh, oh, Nathan no. Peterman reference on the show. I love that. I love listen, that. Listen, my fantasy <laughs> football trophy in my league that I just won is called the Nathan Peterman Award. So... <laughs> <laughs> my uh our our league founder he is a air force pilot thank you for your service he drives a uh he's a bomber pilot this dude went to pit on a on a uh air on a scholarship for being in the air force and he is a pit fan through and through and i am a hurricanes fan so me and him butt heads a lot 
But his obsession obsession with Nathan Peterman is a little disturbing. So our trophy is named Nathan Peterman Memorial Trophy. <laughs> Just a little sketchy. It's <laughs> yeah. a little weird. It listen, I get it. I, I told oh him like God. literally when I when it comes in the mail, I'm be sitting there with a cigar like Mike Jordan winning the damn thing, holding this thing on my arm like this, smoking a cigar. Cause it was so easy. I smoked everywhere this year with uh, my man, Mr. Hertz, Mr. Eckler, Mr. Brown, and Mr. St. Brown. Yeah, it's just it's just too bad that uh, a certain coach in Las uh, Los Angeles couldn't utilize Eckler in the playoffs. I bet on Jackson. He still has a job. I bet on Jackson. God bless you, Cole. God bless you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. All right, Ryan, you want me to get back to my Eagles rant? Yeah, let's go back to your Eagle stats. Okay, so the you were talking about Lane Johnson, actually. Yeah, Lane Johnson is arguably the greatest right tackle of the last 20 years. This dude is in the fact, just toughness alone, but the fact he just, I've seen him chuck Von Miller, Nick Bosa. It doesn't matter. This dude is a dominant tackle. All my, my love, my love for Lane Johnson aside, um, it's going to come down to if the, if the uh, chiefs can get after Hertz, if he can control clock and Hertz is, Everyone's like, oh, Hurts isn't Mahomes because he can't throw the ball around. I'm like, no, Hurts' game is different. Like, it's like comparing Michael Jordan to LeBron James. Their games are different. Right. I'm not saying, listen, Mike, like, the only thing Jalen and Mike Jordan have in common, they have that killer, that killer eye stare, which is terrifying to look at. That's the only thing those two got in common. But listen, when you look at, um, look at Jalen, he's got this weird way of just, he knows the clock, he controls the clock. He makes the smart move. He makes the right read. His goal is not to light up stat sheets. His goal is to win the damn ball game by any stretch possible. And the the best indicator of that was the game against the Colts. Yes, the Jeff Saturday-led Colts just beat the Raiders. Like, oh, my God. You know, Jim Mercy's old drinking buddy was literally sitting there, had him down by 10. What does Hurts do? Bang, hits Quez Watkins across the middle for a touchdown. Then drives down the field methodically, just dink and dunk passes because they were playing. They were playing shell covers. They didn't want A.J. or Quez beating him over the top. And they just he just dinked and dunked his way down the field, got a twenty yard lane, ran it right in, and it was that was ball game because that's what he does. He didn't care if he's got a run in, hand it off to Miles Sanders or Kenny Gainwell, or drop it over the top to Goddard, or throw it deep to AJ Brown or Quez or Devontae. To Jalen, the game isn't the statue; the game is winning the drive, and that's what makes him different over a guy like Carson Wentz or a guy who we had in the past, or even McNabb or Mike Vick. These guys will just try to yeet it and try to beat you traditionally. Hertz will beat you any way he wants to because he's thinking to myself, he goes. It doesn't matter how we score as long as we score. And that's what makes this Eagles defense ter- offense terrifying to a defense because he's got no primary weapon. The only time Hurts has struggled is when he stares down receivers a la A.J. Brown against uh, – oh, sorry. Um, against uh, Washington and Devontae Smith against uh, Arizona. But I digress. Um, it really is going to come down to the trenches to win this game. By by far, as it should, as it should. But Cole, let's get your let's get your thoughts about this game. What are you looking for? Oh, Cole, did you know this is the first time in NFL history we have two black quarterbacks in the same game? Uh oh, Cole's frozen. Oh no, oh no. Let's see here. Oh, Did I lose nice. everyone? Uh, no, I'm still here. I'm okay, still you're here. still here. And we gotta, we gotta. And, Jared's uh, Jared's away for a second. Cole yep. is spinning his wheels, unfortunately. So yeah. we'll come back. We'll come back. We'll come back in just a moment. Just a moment. We'll we'll bring Jared and 
And Cole back in. Cole dropped yeah. off, but yeah, okay. we got to get we got to get his thoughts. But I just yeah, Ryan, I your your thoughts about the Chiefs' defense. You've been absolutely right, and that's the thing. I think Jared hits a good point here: is that if the Chiefs can get after Hurts, it'll cause problems. But the mm-hmm. Chiefs the Chiefs have shown. The ability, and I talked about Steve Spagnolo. He just seems to dial things up at the right time when they he need does, it. Yeah. When they need a sack, they get yeah. it. When they need, you know, so yeah. So he what did do the you same, think? He did the same exact thing when he was with the Giants. When he was DC yeah. of the Giants, every whenever he needed a sack, whenever he needed an interception, he would dial up a, a scheme and make it happen. I mean, you saw what happened in Super Bowl and against the Patriots. Yeah, it was 17 was it 18 wins and one giant loss. Yeah, that giant loss was because of Steve Spagnola's schemes. Yes, blitz, yeah. blitz, and, blitz, send them, send them, send them, send them. With and only I, four. I, That's yes. the thing. Blitz with only four. <laughs> only four. Yeah, and I think I think to some degree he, he's found himself in Kansas City a little bit again because he had those yeah. he I, had that head coaching stint. What was it with the Rams? With the that Rams didn't go yeah. well. No, it was and a then, spectacular failure. And then yeah, after gosh. that, he went to yes. I'm trying to remember where else he went. And it just didn't go well. But he seems back to for lack of a better term, he seems back to his old yeah. his old ways in KC. Yeah, see, again, this comes back to my well, I've I've said for a good two, three years, some coaches are just good are just better coordinators. Oh yeah. So and some coordinators do not make good head coaches. No. Yeah. Yeah. I always I mean no no uh no disrespect but I feel that I've always felt this way about Wade Phillips. He is an amazing example of this. He he did not do very well with his head coaching stints. His head coaching stint in Dallas wasn't too bad. His his in the 90s when he was head coach in Buffalo and they was deciding between Doug Flutie and Rob Johnson, put Doug Flutie in there always, um, that didn't yeah. go well either. But, you know, he rebuilt some defenses that were pretty atrocious in places. He's mm-hmm. he's a D coordinator and he knows what he's doing. Just just like his dad, just like his dad did. Bum yeah. Phillips had the same yeah. kind of scheme. Yeah. But Cole, mm-hmm. but Cole, I'll come back to you. Um, before you dropped off, I uh, was I was making a, a historic point about two black quarterbacks playing in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know about that? I just want no. to get your feeling about that. No, no. no. Well, one day no. after the Super Bowl, no, no, I I, I didn't know that the two quarterbacks were black. This is a new development for me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan. I'm one sorry, day I'm, before the Super Bowl, you had you didn't know. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm, I'm I'm sorry that I wasn't prepared for that question, Ryan. I, I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have said to the breakdown before we uh, <laughs> the rundown. <laughs> but I want to get your. Th- but Cole, I do seriously. I do do want to get your yeah. thoughts about this game what are you looking at on both sides of the ball what what thing what specific thing are you looking for well i'm so glad i came in when jerry was talking about lane johnson and i can tell you my friend lane johnson is a left tackle dress in right tackles clothing mm. and to me i think that is what makes that offense successful period i think when you have lane johnson and, and i understand why he is a left at right tackle for the eagles when you have a when you have a linchpin like uh, Lane Johnson and you have a you have an offense that gears toward the quarterback strength, which is Hurts liking to run to the right, mm-hmm. and uh, like uh, and like Jared said, 
uh, Jerry, uh, I mean, uh, laying down the long sack since the Trump administration, that bodes success. That speaks success. So to me, uh, and I said this uh, yesterday on Snowman in the Morning, I really believe that the money, the, the money, the money area is not Hurts versus Mahomes. It's not Chris Jones versus Patrick Mahomes. To me, it is the Eagles D offensive line versus the Chiefs defensive line. And vice versa. I would flip that around, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 I would say the number two is the vice versa. Yeah. Uh, and, so, and, and, and so to me, I would have to say, can the Chiefs, and I, I'm glad you mentioned the uh, Chiefs uh, defense coordinator, uh, uh, Mr. Spagnolu. Uh, if he can duplicate the same formula, and I can't remember the, I think it's 37. If he can d- duplicate the same formula that when he was the defense coordinator for the Giants back in uh, 07, and he did get after Brady as he was the Giants D.C., uh, when they were playing the Patriots at Super Bowl, if he can, if he can get to, if he can get to Hurts with only rushing four, as he did in that Super Bowl f- uh, sixteen years ago, I like the Chiefs' chances better. But you have a stout run offensive line, and the Chiefs—they're eh, in run stopping. They're not the best at it. They're not bad at it, but they're they're not the best at it. And they just two weeks ago went against, to me, the best unit in all of football in the uh, 49ers defensive line. And they just punched them out, punched them out, punched them out, punched them out, and wore them down, wore them down, wore them down. And the runs that they had, which were like only one yard, minus one, two yards in the first quarter, they they were starting to gash them in the third quarter. Mm Mm-hmm. So can the Chiefs defensive line uh, uh, stop that pressure that the that that the the Eagles offensive line wants to bring in terms of the punishment of the run? And can the Chiefs defensive pressure on front? Can they get to Hurts and force him to be a passer? And I'm not saying that Hurts if you if you force Hurts to be a passer, the game's set, the game's over. No, oh, no. I, no, no. I, I, you know, I think back to the game they played at home against the Titans, and that's what the Titans did. They said, "Okay, we're going to force Hurts to be a passer." Well, he's like, "Okay, cool." He just threw for 380 yards. Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how that went? Yes. Yeah. And, and then before you Brown and, went like this to Micah Fitzpatrick and right. whoever the nickel corner was. Right. And before Andy did the same, before Andy did the same thing, and Hurst did the same thing to them, throwing exactly. three nerds against against him in that game. So, mm-hmm. so I'm not saying, yeah, you force Hurst to be a passer, the game's over, and the Chiefs will win it. No, I'm saying your chances are better because when you have the opportunity for the the Eagles to say, well, we could do whatever we want against them, like how the Chiefs, like how the um, Eagles were in the Meadowlands against the Giants, where. He threw for 200 yards and they ran for 200 yards. If you if you have them have the freedom to do whatever you want, you can't stop the Eagles. But if you can limit the running game and the running effectiveness, you have a better shot of winning. But I'm not saying it's going to be a slam dunk. But yeah, they have to force Hurts to be a pocket passer. And if they could do that, they have to rush four and drop seven and make it difficult for him to make those completions. They have to make him like be an accurate thrower of the football, like no yeah. mistakes, like right. very. I mean, he's proven he can and, hit, and, and he can do it right. Mm-hmm. It's it's just a matter of well, I mean now like the so the the throw that killed me was he had AJ Brown. He AJ Brown smoked Jordavius Ward off the line on t- on the film as if I was a quarterback <laughs> coach. If I was Ben Johnson, I'd be literally rolling over on the ground screaming. 
He had a, AJ Brown had five steps on Tredavious Ward. That's a touch. That's that's six. Even if that ball's yeah. a yard behind him, it's six. Mm-hmm. And because of AJ Brown's shoulder, I mean, because uh, of Jalen Hurts' shoulder, the ball was about five yards over Brown's head. That ball's a th- right. even if it's a diving catch, like that is a once that's a game killing throw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and, and you're, the, you're putting Garner Minshew at halftime kind of throw. Yeah, so, and, and and this is and th- this is a, another beauty about this game is that both quarterbacks have had two weeks to heal up. Yeah. Yes. And both That's needed. Be, and and, it and both needed. And both needed this break. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Both, yeah. okay. both injuries would be devastating for the other quarterbacks' play style. Think about it. Isn't, oh. isn't that something? Isn't that something? Yeah, yes. Okay, so, uh, so anybody who's shoulder, Jared. Yes. The SC joint is essential for throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Hurts yacked a seventy-yarder <laughs> after he got hurt, I was like, dude, this is the toughest man alive. <laughs> and then Mahomes. Yeah, he's, he's I, I'm not a Mahomes. He's got that guy. Bama in him. <laughs> He's got yeah. that Bama, that's that's Charles, Texas Bama bred blood, man. He is tough. I got um, too yeah, much is. Bama in me. <laughs> he was made in Texas. He was made in Texas. Grew up in Bama and finished in Oklahoma. And he is just a, he's just just a yeah. terrifying human. I'm Hurts not the biggest time. Mahomes guy. Honestly, he irritates the hell out of me. So is his wife. So is his brother. His brother I mean, irritates his everyone. Dad's oh, I'm yeah. smoking at Joe Burrow. Mahomes' his brother. Dude, Mahomes' dad is like, that's a dude oh, I yeah. want to hang with. He's like, yeah. he's like that dude in every Senior's game. Classy. Yeah. I'm fucking mm-hmm. Joe Burrow. Like, I'm just yeah. like, I love it, man. It's the, great. Seniors, seniors classy. I love him. Oh, he, he seniors, the seniors, the seniors, awesome, man. So mm-hmm. what Mahomes did with that run against the uh, the Bengals, I'm like, you know what? It was like a Ron Burgundy moment. God damn it, I hate you, but God damn it, I respect you. Like, <laughs> right. that's how I yep. felt. I was like, that's just yep. bad. I'm like, I'm not even mad. And can, I'm just going to put this to bed right now. I'm just going to say one thing. We can not talk about this ever again. The Bengals should stop complaining because Joe Burrow's interception killed you a lot harder than any other penalty did. Say it again, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Say it because again. I'm a realist. It's say the same it again. why I gave the Cowboys so much credit. They should have beaten the Niners, but they didn't. They should. They, yeah. they choked, and they own it. And I'm like, what happened to, like, I don't know what happened between the Bengals and the Niners. I don't know if they they got they thought they got the script that they were supposed to win and play each other in the Super Bowl. Because I know the, it, the NFL ain't rigged, bro. Because if it was, these two yes. guys got ripped off. I'll piggyback off you on that one, Jared. To me, the, the, the Bengals lost that game in the fourth quarter. That interception. And then they had the ball with more than one minute left. Where was the running game? Yeah. Oh, no. They picked the first down and ended that. Where did the running game go? Joe Burrow. That's not even like Joe Mixon's a top ten running back. Right. What are you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> All you need to do is pick up two run games. A top ten run game. Right. Yeah. All you need to do is pick up two or three more first downs, and you had the time to do it. You kill the clock, and you yep. can line up for a makeable and, field and goal. And will put one through the uprights. It's and, if great. You can't, and if you can't get, and he did it in that same stadium one year prior. So it's it's you can't even blame Zach Taylor for the play calling. It's the O line was terrible. Yes, they looked yeah, like it was. It looked like it was back during the Aaron Donald like field day that was last yeah, year in the Los yeah. Angeles. They they reverted and back to being that the, swinging door that they were the sixty prior million dollar a year O line they went out and got. I'm trying to understand what that will happen. Yeah, I think it's their coaching because everyone talks about Philadelphia how like they've always had goal line since like 2012. Yeah, because Jeff Stoutland's been there, arguably the greatest offensive line coach of all time. They call it Jeff Stalin University because even guys who leave have great careers. Like Stephen Wisniewski won a Super Bowl and made it to two more Super Bowls. I mean, one more after that was a member of the Chiefs before he retired. You have Jason Peters, who's a Hall of Famer, Jeff Stalin University. You have a lot of these former Eagles guys who leave and are still great players. And it's because of 
coaching. Coaching is essential on the offensive line. And I think the problem for Cincinnati is that their offensive line coach got the job off a Cracker Jack box. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? Leal Collins was a projected top five pick before his issues with, I think it was was gun possession, drugs, something something stupid that he was cleared of. Yeah. But it's like, it's Louisiana, which, I mean, drugs make sense. Gun possession, it's the one of the most red states in the country. Um, Right. All, jo- all jokes aside, right? Um, that was a redneck joke. Sorry. Um, my thing, my thing is though, like, what, what am I missing here? What, what, what was the problem? At least with Kansas City, they own their offensive line is not their strength, so they find ways around it with shuffle passes, quick throws, tight end sit routes, like things to get the pressure off of Patrick. Now, what the Bucks did do in the twenty twenty Super Bowl is the blueprint. You exactly. bum rush the hell out of Patrick, and mm-hmm. you. Bump and yeah. run those. Yeah, Travis might beat you one or two times, but if you beat the hell out of Tyreek Hill or whoever the fast receivers, they can't smoke you over the top. Yeah, and I'm sorry, and that's Juju's a fake tough guy. Okay, okay yeah. please don't get me started with Juju. But that is that's the quote of the show. I'm taking that out. We got to title this Don't Get Me Started with Juju. We got to <laughs> <laughs> <Through a little laughs> preview. Subtitle. Don't get me started with context Juju. In. I say he's a fake tough guy, and Cole goes, Don't get me started. I think, yo, Man. listen, the worst nightmare. Yeah. Is like having a guy like Bradbury, who's known for being mean and physical at the point of attack, cover Juju Smith Tucci the entire game. That's a problem. Well, you had to fear him uh, talking about Juju actually trying to break out on field with a TikTok video, a dance video. But uh, <laughs> but you just hit you hit the nail on the head to me on the opposite end, and that is force the Chiefs' offensive line to actually act as though they need to protect Mahomes. Get him to have all get him to have off time plays. And you said it two years ago, the Super Bowl, that is the blueprint. Get him to have off time plays. And I think the Eagles could do it with just rushing four. And and even though Mahomes is the probably most accurate quarterback in this era, you still can make it difficult for him and he can still force him into in, into interceptions because that Eagles secondary let me say that while I applaud. <laughs> that that's all I gotta say about the Eagles secondary. And I actually said this before. Uh, I think the the, uh, the 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 defensive front of the Eagles got settled. I actually said defensively to me, the Eagles in the beginning of the year. I like how their secondary is because they, that seems to be the strength of the defense. And then all of a sudden, as we round off toward the end of the year, here comes Hassan Reddick. Bro, yeah. Hey, you know, that, that Josh Sweat thing is not right too. You know, two time Pro Bowl, Josh Sweat, who just kind of, you know, broke his almost broke his neck three weeks later, is back on the field ripping a, a Daniel Jones to the ground. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what the, the craziest thing about the even I so I heard some podcasts on TikTok yesterday and they said it was like you even take the Eagles backups like Milton Thomas and Dominican Sue, Linval Joseph, and um, Patrick Johnson. That's yeah. a starting defensive line in like half the yes. Yeah, I was like. Depth. Their depth, the is, depth is ridiculous. Howie yeah. Roseman's a Man. mad genius. He figured out this. He cracked the code. You have a quarterback who is a team first guy. You go get one big yes. play weapon. You draft another, and then mm-hmm. you just build that defensive line. You get mercenaries out on the edges. Mm-hmm. Listen, James Bradbury knows he may not be here next year. He knows this is a one and done thing. Possibly, he knows he'll probably be on like the Steelers or the Titans next year. He doesn't care. He knows he's got one shot to do this. He's going to play his butt off, and he's going to enjoy his time in Philly. 
He is our and version did. of Patrick Robinson. He is this year's version of Patrick mm-hmm. Robinson. Where he's, he knows he's the one and done with us. And he's okay with it. A lot of these guys understand. And Howie Roseman's cracked code. He's the best GM in football. I will say this right now. He's proven it this year. Oh, dude. He, you kidding me? He's, he's literally sitting there smoking a cigar like, <laughs> suck it, Chip. Dude. Dude, I, I, seriously, when I saw that he picked up Joseph and Sue in back-to-back days, I'm like, and they go get Robert Quinn, and, 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 yeah, and they get it got Quinn three weeks before. I'm like, <laughs> and he what does this guy have? He played the other teams season. don't. He came in to, <laughs> to spell Josh Sweat how to tackle for a loss. That's the highlight of his season in Philadelphia, and it's totally fine. He cost us a yeah. fifth round pick. I was like, this is great. <laughs> That's another thing. I'm like, you got him for a fifth round pick. You stole Quinn. I'm like, look, man, yeah. And that's like and that's, who Joe, that's who Joe Douglas again. learned from swindling mm-hmm. picks, swindling Joey players D for picks. Man. Yeah, Joey D is almost as ruthless as how he is. I'm like, now, wait now he just needs to now just needs to find out a way to swindle a quarterback and win a <laughs> go to the playoffs. I mean, but I got a couple teams they can let, call up. Not, enough about the play. Jets. Yeah. <laughs> you cut that one off quick, Jets, Brian. Hey, 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 hey. My co-host is a Jets fan. The Jets are fun when they win. Yes, they the are. The Jets are fun when they win. They are a fun yes. team to root for. Anyway, at least you have the offensive and defensive rookies, rookies of the year. There you go. That's true. Mm-hmm. And and two Hall of Famers, too. So, mm-hmm. And hopefully a healthy year. O-line next year. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, I haven't heard from you enough. What's, uh, what's, yeah, what's yeah. your mind, What is your thoughts, man? Yeah. I, I just, like I said, I am... I got a real hard time picking this game. I do think Philly is the better overall team in almost every every category, but there is a part of me that feels like I cannot go against Patrick Mahomes late in the game. But I do think he Jalen Hurts. I do want to speak about Jalen Hurts because I I think he was my pick for MVP because it's clear that he put the work in. He a lot of people were saying that he was not. He, he wouldn't be able to pass. He wouldn't learn how to how to be an accurate passer. He relied too much on his legs. He shut them all up. He shut them all up. Everybody, all his doubt, you can tell how much work he put in in the offseason and over this season, and he's playing with a chip on his shoulder, which is a powerful motivator. So I think I am going to go. I'm finally going to pick it. I've been waffling the whole show. I'm picking mm-hmm. – I'm picking the Eagles this game. Fuck. I'm picking the Eagles to go. <laughs> <laughs> there's your there's your See, one F bomb, Jared. <laughs> Jared <laughs> I, might fly, I, might, I might waffle by the end of the show. I might See, who knows? Who See, knows? Yeah, let's, let's get the final predictions before we go to a quick break. Well, yeah, I go think ahead. we okay. gotta we gotta start with Rye Stradamus. You've been relatively silent on your pick here. You've been, oh, okay. You've been, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice on so i i've been saying this the entire playoff round about this kansas city chiefs team they know how to get this they they know how to get the they know how to play get get the defensive play at the right time whether it's an interception or a sack they dial up something to throw the other team off and it's a turnover and I've got a feeling it's going to happen in this game, too. So this is going to be a very close game. And, Cole, uh, I, I mentioned that this is probably the closest matchup I've seen since Super Bowl 25. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I mean, Kansas City is a one-point favorite. So, 
But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like, well, they're one and a half on on uh, on DraftKings. Oh wow! wow. Our sponsor our new company sponsor DraftKings. Oh, that's right, new Billy Up sponsor at uh, DraftKings. Uh, nice. I'll cut the spot for that too. Um, but I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with uh, it's gonna be a high. I think it's gonna be a higher scoring affair than what people think. Okay. I'm gonna say Kansas City thirty eight, Eagles thirty four. Oh, so you thinking Super Bowl thirteen ish in terms of score? Okay. Well, I'm thinking like five years ago, wow. Eagles Pats, that kind of score. Well, okay. or, even, or even more, more so that one. Yeah. yeah. Cole, mm. let's get your. Actually, wait, wait. Before we get to the final prediction, I okay. do have to bring. We do have one more guest. He just popped oh, it. He just popped in the green room. He is the owner, CFO, COO, and uh, CEO, CFO, and COO of Snowman Multimedia, Brian Snow. Snowman. What's up, partner? My, my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid to ask why. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was up late last night and nearly forgot this appearance. That's okay. You, you know how you, you stop by. <laughs> you you know how you're working on you're working on stuff and you don't realize what time it is and then you find that spot in bed and you finally fall asleep and you don't want to move. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That was you this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but that, but you know what? I yeah. kind of like I kind of like like the uh, the dramatic entrance. It's style. It's style, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> So, Snowman, we're just getting to final predictions. Uh, Dustin made his prediction. I made my prediction. I'm going to get to Jared and Cole uh, as well. So you think about your final prediction. I didn't get a chance to watch yesterday, uh, but I want to get to, Oh, you just dropped off. Um, so uh, he'll come back, I, I suspect. So, Cole, I'm going to have you yeah, do your come. final prediction. What's your uh, final prediction for this game? Other than pain. Okay. <laughs> Other than pain. <laughs> Other than no. pain. <laughs> uh, no, yeah. My prediction? Pain. No, I'm sorry. There it is, oh, um, man, <laughs> uh, Mr. T. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually am looking forward to this one. I'm looking forward to this game, and it's been a minute since I've actually looked looked that I've looked forward to a Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, and this is it. And here's the funny thing about about all this. So the Eagles have the deeper roster. Hey, it's not even a question. They have a deeper roster than than, than the Chiefs. Uh, I think they have the better cohesion as a team than the Chiefs. But the Chiefs have the experience factor in the Super Bowl. They have the coach factor in their Mm -hmm. pocket, meaning that Reed has much more experience than Nick Sirianni. That's true. This is the Andy Reed Bowl, by the way. Yeah, of course, he has (laughs) Andy Reed Bowl, the team he did coach. He's facing against the team he has brought to the Super Bowl now three times. Uh, it brought that other one to the t- to the dance once, and the quarterback has the experience over one over another. And if you would ask anybody who would just, if you were to say, "Well, here is the he, here is the um, here is here is the the stat sheet for Philly, the stat sheet for KC." Uh, and you would bring in the experience. People would say, well, it should be the Chiefs because they got the experience of the game and they have the experience of quarterback, the experience of head coach. That should be a slam dunk. Mm-hmm. I don't think so with this one. 
and 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 the reason why I say that is, I really believe that the Eagles are the type of team where they could take whatever you do well, and they can make it a little difficult for you. They can make it difficult to to execute. And although the Eagles, as a as a unit right now, is young, they are very businesslike, and that is what I love the most about the Eagles. Seriously, uh, they do take the cue after Jalen Hurts. Hurts doesn't get too far up when they when they're rolling, and he doesn't get too far down when they're when they're struggling. And when you have a leader that's steady, no matter how old he is, how much experience he has, the team feeds off of it. The defense feeds off of it too. And I think they're going to ride that to a W along with the fact that you can run on this Chiefs defense. And what and and what do the Eagles do better than any other team that was in the uh, in the in, in the playoff pool? Run. Oh yeah. There's only three other teams that ran better than them this year. None of them made the playoffs. So to me, final score: Eagles 31, Chiefs 27. Mm-hmm. And I think it's I think it's going to end on an Eagles defensive play, like a sack or a pick Ooh. or a fumble. Oh, Holster okay. Domus. Yeah, Holster Domus making an appearance. I do have, I do have uh, uh, one prediction uh, because when you it came to me when you pointed out that Andy Reid coached, obviously, both the Chiefs and the Eagles. There is That's one other Nick coach. Sirianni, by the way. Mm-hmm. There is one other coach out there that has coached both these teams, and I have a prediction it's going to be safe. If he's watching the game, Dick Vermeil will find a way to get emotional about it. <laughs> oh, Dick Vermeil also said he's rooting for the Eagles, so I mean, like that, that should say something right there. Oh, oh wow. it's funny. Okay. It, 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 yeah. there, was, there was a story that was publicized where he said, "I'm not going to pick. I'm not going to pick who's going to win it." Yeah. So I was like, "Wow, okay." I mean, he'll be wearing. But I would think he would go. I would think he'd go Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. He had, to me, I think he put more time. To me, I think he put more time in with the Eagles. He, he did. Was he like did. His retirement home tour, man. He was just chilling at that point. Yeah, yeah, and he was calling out Larry Johnson, telling him to to take the yeah, diapers run right, off, run left, run up the middle. Listen, Larry Johnson had bigger problems than you know his coach getting out of but <laughs> <laughs> he was the predecessor to the Ray Rices of the world. So, and that's yeah. the truth. Yeah, but listen, Jared, what's your prediction? All, listen, first of all, we're talking Dick Vermeil. Can we talk about Priest Holmes for a second? A little quick appreciation for thirty seconds. Oh, the human, man. him and Dante Hall. The human joystick. Oh my god! Yeah, those Dante Hall, Dante Hall's kick returns, entertaining, entertaining to watch. Like, uh, the art of amazing kick returners, man. Maybe the last good one was, you know, maybe the greatest one of all time was Devin Hester. Even if they do have a good one in Dallas, anyway. Um, so the thing is about this Eagles game. There, there's a lot of things about my Eagles that I love. Right. Um, I love how our coach just pisses off people. I love how he gets in people's skin. He does a little thing on the sideline. He's laughing. He's saying, I know what the F I'm doing. There's a quote from Jason Kelsey. He goes, "Hungry Do- Jeff Stoutland has a, a saying, it's hungry dogs hunt faster, right? And he goes, and he goes, you want to be a hungry dog? Jalen Hurts in the press conference goes, man, I ain't hungry. I'm starving for this. So... Like I'm not cursing, Ryan. I'm keeping myself good. This is what I, happens. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I know you said some sober and none right now. So I'm myself today, man. <laughs> I'm on just caffeine, a piece of steak, and a protein bar. I'm ready to rock and roll. Um, <laughs> so basically, I'll have to cut oh, that don't forget later. the pre-workout that's starting to wear off now. Yes, um, definitely. So 
the Eagles are a different breed than what Kansas City has faced this year. And I think the Giants and the San Francisco 49ers found out this Eagles teammate, like the rest of the teams in the NFC, like the Vikings were just happy to be there. The Niners thought they had earned a spot by using a backup quarterback, right? The Giants do. They had the best season. They had the, an awesome season. They they deserved all the credit in the world, but they weren't. They they put all they fired off all their ammunition before they even got to Philadelphia, and it's not mm-hmm. their fault. It's just it's what happened, man. They gave everything to beat the the Vikings. the The Chiefs have not really played until the playoffs a hard game, where they were like scrambling. They lost to the Bills. They lost to the uh, Eagles. Bengals, right? And they, I think they lost one more stupid game. Where Colts. They, they Colts. lost to the Colts. Yeah, the Colts. Like, yeah. that, that Colts team was going to get everyone's go-to eventually, right? Um, That was early season two, so that really doesn't count. Yeah. So my biggest thing with about the Chiefs, like the Chiefs have were pushed, but the Chiefs play down to competition a lot. They, it's, mm-hmm. they, they play with their food the entire season. They've been just playing with their food. And then they got shocked a little bit when the Jags punched them in the mouth a little bit and took their mm-hmm. – and the Jaguars should have beaten the Chiefs. Let's not mince words here. The Jags no, could have yeah, easily gone for the jugular and ripped this open and thrown the entire playoffs out of whack, but they didn't because that's what young teams do. They make mistakes if, and they let the teams back in the game. If it weren't exactly. for Kansas City Chiefs legend Chad Henney, exactly. yeah, coming in 98 yard drive, baby, like that. Like, uh, I, yeah. I, I go back to the, the team, the yeah, I agree. The Chiefs with Chad Henney are, are pretty damn good. Whereas when I look at the Eagles, Gardner Minshew, it's like, oh, we're screwed. Um, I can't wait for us to go get like Tyrod Taylor's a backup. Seriously, I'm I'm done with this. <laughs> like at least Tyrod knows how to run our damn offense. Um, right. so what kills me about this game is that everyone's talking all oh, the money's on the Eagles. I'm like, it's really not. You want DraftKings? Eighty percent, I think, it's seventy percent of the money or sixty five is still on the money's Chiefs. On the Chiefs. Money's, yeah. on the money's on the Chiefs, right? And because everyone thinks all oh, the Eagles, the Eagles, it's like, oh, it's like that. You know, they they haven't played anybody good all year. I'm like, no. Oh just, yes. They, Talk about they, that, please, because I they, they I'm punched. not an Eagles fan, but heard that on all year long. Oh yeah, I know. And here's the here's the kicker, right? Is that this Eagles team is built like a bunch of vets, but they're also, and this is why I said about the Giants, and then when they play the Giants, it's a bunch of end of rookie year contract, second contract in the league guys. There's only five guys in this roster with the Super Bowl. Highly motivated. A lot of hungry, du- a lot of starving dudes on this roster, and they don't want to hear anything from these these clowns. Okay, they 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 want this smoke. And the thing is with Patrick Mahomes, I think all due respect, Patrick is the greatest quarterback of our generation for now. Right until somebody thrones him, he's the best quarterback. I think Burrow has a shot. I think Josh Allen still has a shot if he gets a better, if his OC gets his head out of his ass. Sorry, that was one more. Um, okay, that was, that was a shot at my boy from the U, Ken Dorsey, who doesn't know what a running play is. And um, listen, I'm a big Canes fan, right? But like, listen, Ken Doris is a dummy. Um, this is Josh Allen running the ball. He's smashing, yeah. he's smashing tablets, you know, Ken Dorsey. Yeah, he smashing tablets, chucking yeah. headsets. And, <laughs> and the thing is, right? And then the other one who's a big, the big four is Jalen Hurts. Everyone ignores Jalen Hurts, but I'm like, dude, Jalen Hurts has that, that, that something, something, man. Like, it's almost like a quiet, calm level. Like, okay, he's got this. Like, Rarely do I look at a quarterback and I'm just like, okay, I believe. Like Nick Foles had that to me, but it was disbelief more than I believe. Um, <laughs> Michael Vick, I loved Michael Vick on the Eagles. Man, he was oh, one of my man. favorite players mm. to watch. I loved he was his a mm. code, loved him. Loved but, him. Listen, with the I love Super Five Man, but like McNabb, I was either worried he was going to get hurt or make a bonehead throw. Right. 
Yep, well, 100. and there was always 100 with 100 with McNam. Yeah. The I, love like, super, I, I have a love hate relationship with him, but I do love him deep down. Like if I saw McNabb, I would go up and hug him because he was like my child. Him and Dawkins were my childhood heroes. Oh, so, mm. yeah, that's on, my that's that that's 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 my that's the only there's I, I say never have athletes as role models. There's only one is Webin because Brian Dawkins as a human has made me like appreciate him more than even more of his playing time. Yeah. Anyway, the Eagles with Hertz, they have closers. On the field, or no, I'm sorry to quote to quote Tim Grover, the uh trainer from Michael Jordan. There's cleaners, closers, and uh coolers, right? Patrick Holmes is a closer. This man, he's a he's probably even be a cleaner. This man doesn't matter what it is, he may kill you because that is how he's wired. Travis Kelsey is a straight up cleaner. He is doesn't matter who's throwing the damn ball, he's gonna come down and he's gonna score. Right. AJ Brown. Closer slash cleaner. I don't know. Devontae Smith, definitely a cleaner. He he won that national title for uh, Mac Jones. Like, let's be honest. That dude was that entire offense. But Hassan Reddick, oh. Darius Slay, Jalen Hurts, these dudes are straight-up killers. When the game is on the line, these dudes want the ball. They want to stop the ball. And when you've got a bunch of dudes on one team who all want the same goal and all are not afraid of the spotlight – that's a terrifying thing, man. So uh, give me the Eagles 34-24. I think it's going to come down to the Eagles get a late touchdown, maybe like a chuck across the middle to Devontae or A.J. Brown or Dallas Goddard, right? And the Chiefs are going to have to scramble. They're going to be down by 10. Or no, they're going to be down by, I'd say, no, late Seven. field goal. Sorry, late field goal. It's going to be 24-27. Okay. And the Chiefs are going to have to drive the field. And it's going to be a strip sack by one of one of those monsters on the front line, and it's going to lead to like a garbage touchdown, and that's how the game's going to end. How how poetic would have been would be if that guy would be Fletcher Cox? Oh yeah, because he, he's he, there's there's rumors he's retiring after this year. Mm-hmm. Him, Jason, and um, there's one more that might retire. Uh, there's one more player who might retire. I think it's I think Sue said he might retire. So when, like if he gets another one, like there's a lot of guys in the Eagles roster like. Cleats are up after the season. Well, you do have one person agreeing with you, Rod, Rod West from uh, the Rod and Centered <laughs> podcast. He says, Rod see, West. He, Rod West. <laughs> he predicts the same score. Eagles 34 24. It's, it, so, listen, Holmes is going to give us a run, but it's what's going to happen is yeah. he's going to, there's not going to be as many open because the Eagles don't need to rush more than five. They don't want to rush more than five. Right. That five man rush is what they're known for. They run a 5 2 defense. Everyone's like, what, what do they run? I'm like, it's a 5 2. Or a 4-3 Predator if you really want to get technical. Mm-hmm. I'm a football nerd. I know what a 4-3 Predator is because that's what the Ravens used to run with uh, my boy T-Sizzle. Like, Hassan Reddick is our generation's T-Sizzle. Yeah, and and, and, yeah, and, that, and, to, my, and to your point there, that to me, that is to – if there is a weakness, and I do put this in quotes because I don't think the Eagles defense has uh, – uh, Eagles team has, has too many weaknesses. But the weakness to me – would be the linebacking core, and to cover that up, that's exactly what they do. So, two, one last thing I'll say before I, I whatever you guys want to talk about after this, and I'll let you guys roll with it. Um, the, yeah, quick, uh, quick commercial break. So, we'll, yeah, then we'll go move on to the other the stuff. Eagles yeah. are not the Bengals or the Bills or the Jaguars. These guys aren't fake tough guys. These guys want to fight you. Like these guys want to fight the opposing team. Like, like the best thing about ask, I, ask I, for the Niners. Yeah, fast 49ers. Kayvon Wallace, who is my height and size. He's 5'11", 215, 220. 
got in Trent Williams' face, got chucked to the ground. But then Indomitian Sue stepped up to Trent Williams, and Trent Williams back didn't want any parts of that. He didn't want any parts <laughs> of that smoke. So listen, every and Marcus John, like one of the guys who was like a tone setter on that defense, right? It's Marcus Epps. He almost broke Trayvon, uh, who was Traylon Burks. He almost broke his sternum on a hit over the middle. They have thumpers on that team. It's not like they have a bunch of like fake tough guys. They have guys who actually might mark you. So the Chiefs, I think the Chiefs understand that, and they're not going to be doing their stupid ring because, like, you do oh, the ring, ring around the rosy. Oh, thing. you can't do that oh, stuff with them. No, 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 no. no. I like that. They, they're the bo- they're the Broad Street bullies, man. <laughs> These guys are not. You can't do that stuff fake with tough them. guys. No. Cincinnati Bengals. No. Okay, they, they want to fight. No, they're scrappy. Yeah. They're dogs. They they embody their coach. So yeah. In fact, I think. In fact, I think the Eagles do want the Chiefs to be cute, so they can they can motivate them to even be more of a mauler. Well, listen, they've more been listening of a bully, to all this more stuff of a, week, a man. more of a boss to punch them in the mouth. Eagles, I really believe that. That's it's really scary when the Eagles are mad quiet. The 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 biggest meme all week about the Eagles was Darius Slay has a picture of himself tattooed in his cap. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to AJ Brown's Twitter for that beautiful gem. Ugh. But I, I will say that's that's oh the thing. Uh, you made a point earlier, Jared. You said that the Chiefs play down to their competition a lot of times. And that and that did remind me point. that they did that ring around the rosy BS against the Raiders. I I, I know to some, some degree they were having fun, whatever, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. And yeah. um, the, Jag, the Jags playing them did prove one thing. Uh, Agnew shredded the Chiefs on special teams, so that's another thing that that uh, you got to watch out for. The Chiefs Washington special teams, Scott, baby. Yeah, the I Chiefs special teams. Special teams. It's not a good. It, okay. It's the one place where you can tell that they just can't invest any more resources into it. Uh, Although on the flip side, Sky Moore did have that return that drove them to the midfield. To get in the midfield, yeah, to, yeah, close to, to, yeah. to close the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and here's here's another factor. So, with the departure of Tyron Matthew, that oh, uh, and and a, and a bunch of draft picks that they've had, that Chiefs secondary. If they, I think all of them are sipping on Similac. <laughs> young, 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 and to me. This goes to even even with the dinged up wing, I think this goes to an underrated strength of Hurts. Test them deep. Mm-hmm. Test that Chiefs t- make test them deep. make the mistakes. Yeah, exactly. And you, yep. And you got and you got two playmakers that can beat them deep on e- either side. Dude, mm-hmm. Shane Steichen is literally sitting there watching this on tape. He goes, "Dude, Burrow." Uh, so, by the way, I love watching film. I say this all the time, but like one thing I would draw me nuts about the Chiefs game plan. Dude, they made they made all the wrong moves. Yeah, Chris Jones was a nightmare, but run screens, run bubble screens to your elite playmakers. Oh, yeah. Get the ball down the field. Make him beat you. Wear these guys out. Run no huddle to wear the defense out. All things I guarantee Shane Steichen's like writing down stuff. Like, I got this. I'm gonna get these bastards. I'm Dude. gonna get them. I'm get them. He's <laughs> like, he's a schemer, man. He wants to. He wants to get them like that. So, I don't know. Here's, I just, here's a similar game plan. They need. Here's a similar game plan they need to run. You know when uh, when da- when Dallas went into South Philly. And everybody was talking about Michael Parsons that he probably would wreck whatever the Eagles want to do offensively. That little that little dump out the rollout dump. Yeah. It was a you know, yeah. it was the smartest thing I ever seen. Yeah, and what did they do? They neutralized them to the point where it's like, well, I don't know what to do. They're gonna just double and, and rendered them ineffective. They're gonna run. They're gonna put Landon Dickerson, his six six four six six big big butt, and Jason Kelsey Lenient. 
and they're going to mm-hmm. double team the daylights out of Chris Jones, Chris Jones to the Lean. second level with Miles mm-hmm. running behind him with a full head of steam. It's it. Listen, they they know what they want to do. It's not like the Chiefs have an all star team in the front line. They know they got a bunch. No. Clark. They got to kick Carl Loftus out because he's not the fastest dude in the world, and they got to push Chris Jones to the point of attack or run straight at him. It's the Great same way him. they handled Aaron Donald all those years under the Peterson era. Mm-hmm. It's not rocket science. No, it's not. Exactly. And Ryan, I know, is chomping at the bit to do some yes. to take an ad break. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take that ad break. We're going to take a quick. Uh, we're going to have a, a word from Invader Coffee, and when we come back, we'll talk about some novelty props. We'll talk about foods, all that stuff coming right up so stay tuned this episode of no credentials required is brought to you by invader coffee for the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler invader coffee is an ultra premium veteran-owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard-earned money can buy they aim to only serve the highest quality organic air roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world they keep things simple the best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. Must get run now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Every time I hear that the, the music in that commercial break, I'm thinking, I should salute the flag. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so patriotic. That's right. That's, that's right. Cole, Cole Johnson, Army veteran. Thank you for your service. Thank you, your service. Thank you sir. So, yes, help the show by visiting the affiliate link in the description, both on Facebook and on YouTube and on the podcast side. Use promo code BellyUp for 15% off your order. Uh, Dustin, I know you had a, a, a pretty, uh, kind of a funny story uh, when you uh, involving Invader Coffee. Well, I did. I did. And I'm drinking it this morning. So uh, As am I. shout I'm out to keeping it, keeping us awake here mm-hmm. uh, for these early morning shows, even though it's not really that early morning. It just speaks more <laughs> to my lifestyle. But anyway, um, Invader Coffee. So I went to try the new donut dealer uh, blend that they released mm-hmm. a few short weeks ago. And I think there was there was a mishap. It was probably on the post office ends. But long story short, I ended up having to go to the post office to pick that up. Oh! And so I tell I tell the lady at the post office, I say I'm here I'm here to pick up a package. I got a slip on my door. Here we go. <laughs> she comes out and Invader Coffee. You gotta you gotta love them. They they put their advertising on their packaging. They're talking about yep. new blends, everything. The mm-hmm. only problem, which I didn't, because when this lady handed me the coffee, she kind of gave me a, like a weird look. She was like, oh, it, you know, just sign here and here you go. But she kind of gave me a, a sideways look and I'm like, why? <laughs> then, I, then I looked at the pa- packaging and they were advertising their chocolate lust Valentine's Day blend. Which is what I was just drinking. Yes. So loud, by the way. All over the packaging. <laughs> all over the packaging. It just says chocolate lust in huge letters with like a rose on it. And I'm like, what does this lady think I'm picking up? Like, I just, I, yeah, no. I, I, it didn't occur to me. It didn't occur to me because she gave me like this sideways look. I'm walking out of the post office. Then I see the package. I'm like, Oh, that's why. That's why I almost wanted to go back in there and be like, I assure you, it is coffee, ma'am. 
<laughs> I'll even open the package and show you. It's coffee. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, man, shout out to Invader Coffee. Their marketing is great with the with the designing on their packaging. The only thing that's better than their marketing is their customer service and also yes. the coffee itself. Absolutely. They Looking always send forward you, to that donut dealer blend. Yep, I got. I'm actually getting mine on. Uh, I got mine scheduled for Monday delivery, so I'm looking forward to that. And they always send you. They always mine right now. Hey, all right. <laughs> I, listen, like I, I drink. I love Black Rifle. I go to them a lot. But the thing is, it's a pain in the butt to get them. It's overpriced for what the quality of the coffee is. Because the problem is, they've been on sh- shelves for a lot. Now they've gone big time. It it's bound to happen with any coffee maker. So. Yeah. I, I'm liking the whiskey blend. Looks nice. The bacon whiskey blend got me interested too. The bacon yeah. bourbon, sorry. But I'm looking. I don't know. It's like I'm trying to get. I want a little flavor to my coffee because I drink it straight black. I don't touch anything. No cream. No sugar. Nothing. Me too. So, yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me same. It's, it, but it's my father, man. It's I grew up on Nicaraguan or Colombian coffee. So or or Kenyan coffee if if it's real if it's the middle of the summer for my old man. So mm. definitely like my uh, my intense flavor. Well, I mentioned this pro tip last time, so I'll mention it again. So when you're drinking the chocolate lust or the tiramisu or the uh, or even the holiday blends, I think they I think they still have a I think they have a, have a sale on holiday blends right now. Drink it, uh, uh, eat a little piece of dark chocolate beforehand, and you get those notes. It's awesome. Yeah. It's oh awesome. man, the little accented notes. Now mm-hmm. I will say, Jared, if you're if you're ordering, don't forget to use the our our affiliate code for. Oh, of course I will. Like, <laughs> yeah. and use promo and use promo code BellyUp for fifteen percent off your order. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna get to some props. Prop bets, novelty and otherwise. This is this is pretty fun prop bets out there. I was looking at uh, credit to uh, for the win on USA Today, and they mentioned a bunch of the prop bets. But uh, we also have some prop bets available on DraftKings, uh, so you might want to check that out uh, on our affiliate link for Billy Up Sports. You get uh, two hundred. I think it's two hundred dollars in free bets or something like that. I can't remember the exact uh, wording for it. But anyway, so I'm looking at the DraftKings app right now, and there's some novel interesting novelty bets like who will win the coin toss with what now uh, heads tails tails they say tails never fails but yeah, sometimes i'm a does. heads, guy. I'll, You're I'll, a heads I'll, guy i always pick heads i don't know why i just i always what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> for coin flips get your mind out the gutter <laughs> it never leaves there <laughs> they've got the jersey number of the first touchdown scorer they got scorigami will there be scorigami there's also the very rare octopus and if you don't know what an octopus is the octopus is the touchdown scorer also scores a two-point conversion oh all right yeah. oh, okay makes sense eight points yeah, so it does because i was the, like what is that the very rare octopus and they and and DraftKings ha- asked if there will be an octopus. Yes is plus 1,400. No is n- minus 5,000. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if there's an octopus. But there's What's some interesting octopus. I don't, I never got this. I'm looking at I this, just like... told you what the octopus was. I'm sorry. Was busy Put ordering. your phone away. <laughs> <laughs> I was ordering coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for that. You're supporting the show with the affiliate link. Use it in the link below. Anyway, so the octopus is a touch- the touchdown score, also scores a two point conversion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, say yes, because Jalen Hurts will probably run one in and then run another one in. I would say yeah. That. yeah. Yeah, Sirianni, Sirianni likes to go for two. I could see that happening. He's worse than that Doug Peterson, man. The stress level I go through during games is 
is just in, insane. I literally am like, Nick, just kick the dang ball. Let me oh, breathe no. here. No. <laughs> as, you, as you mentioned it. You mentioned it. Yeah, yeah, Nick has that chip on his shoulder. He's like, yeah, let me rub it in. Hey, listen, he's, got, yeah. he's got the little, he's got that Dan Campbell in him. Dude, yeah. Andy Reid, the first thing he did when he walked in the building as a Chiefs is fire Dick Sirianni. And I was like, right. And Nick is that petty. He will hold that. Oh, I'm sure he's holding it now. I'm, yeah, he's, I'm not, positive. he's got a picture of Andy Reid. He's like four darts. <laughs> Dummy grenades. <laughs> yes. He probably's got his 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 concealed carry is blasting away at the target. He's like, I am coming for you. That effer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna give you a vegan cheeseburger and you're gonna like it. So here's uh, on for the win at usatoday.com. They had a bunch of prop. They had the pro- the prop the fun prop bets and Chris Stapleton is the national anthem singer this year. They're uh, okay. they're estimating. Uh, for the over the over under is 119.5 seconds so just a little under two minutes not quite are you guys going okay. with the over or the under oh go the over chris sable can hit those high notes and i mean like he likes to drown and like go i'm a country boy so like chris is one of my favorites he will definitely drag a note out or two especially if he's got the guitar with him he'll so I think okay. if he goes acoustic, it'll be under. But if he goes electric, it's going to be a full minute, two minute kind of set. Okay. All right, Cole. Take how you about up. you? Yeah, Chris Stapleton's easily my favorite voice in country right now, and one of my favorite voices, period, in the music industry today. See, mine's Cody Cannon, but that's a whole nother. Look, I just mm, yeah. Whiskey Myers, dude, is my favorite. Like, my, yeah. yeah. Uh, Luke Combs, former rug, former rugger. Um, yeah. I, I remember hearing this and I said under because I was thinking he just probably want to just sing it straight through and I'm thinking it's just him with the mic but I didn't think about the guitar if he's going to play it if he has a guitar yeah I'm, I'm, I'm with Jared if it's with the guitar even if it's acoustic it's going over if it's just him with the mic it's going under alright Dustin how about you over or under I'll, I kind of echo Cole's sentiments here because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, he's just going to be – it's going to be no frills. He's just going to go through it. But Jared bring up the point of the mm-hmm. guitar and stuff. I think an instrumental arrangement would add some time. So I'll take, I'll take the over as well. But side note, no one's touching Whitney Houston's rendition of the National Anthem. Never. It's going to happen. That's never. The right there. Yeah, it's never going to happen. Second place to Marvin Gaye. He did a great Third one. Place. There we go. There we go. Third place NHL All Star game with Slash just wailing on the guitar. (laughs) And Metallica during the during the Stanley Cup final in 2016. I I would have to switch Whitney and and Marvin because. Oh, okay. All right. I can respect that. Yeah. Marvin. Yeah. Whitney, Lady Gaga. um, Yeah, Gaga did a good job. Yeah, Gaga did a good job, but nobody, nobody. Outclasses Whitney Houston Super Bowl twenty five. Absolutely yeah. nobody. That was, As and for, then the planes are flying over, and it was like, oh, oh man, yeah. And of course, they, of course, it was during the Desert Storm. Yes. Era. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. there's, there's nothing. That one. Uh, is yeah. Now, yeah, I will say this for moment in 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 Swift Star Spangled Band history, it is Whitney's, no question. Mm-hmm. Yep. But just just listening to it, note for note, and just listening to it for song for song. Yeah, Marvin's at the all uh, Marvin's at the NBA All Star Game in '83 still gets me every time. If, yeah. if I remember correctly, that Whitney Houston Star Spangled Banner, Banner was released as a single. And I think it was number one for a while. It was oh, released wow. a single, okay. and it, it was released as a single, and it was pre-recorded. Yeah, and it, I think I think it was. If I remember correctly, it was a number. It was number one song for a while, if I remember correctly. But or at least the number one single sold. Yeah, I'll probably. Do, I'll have to research that. 
you know, do some do some but, research. You know, guys, I have to revise my statement because I forgot about Fergie's rendition of the national anthem. <laughs> I can't oh, even. No, I can't no. even. I oh, can't even that, finish that with that's, a straight that's, face. That's my uh, no, but that's that's my favorite one of all time. From the standpoint of <laughs> when I saw the Warriors circa two thousand, I think this was what two thousand eighteen or so. Yeah, when was that? I think yeah. When they when they parodied it and they did a dance with it and they turned into a uh, it turned into a, a viral meme. <laughs> yeah, that 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 was my favorite. Ooh, one. here's a trivia question for that's you guys. All right. There was only one Super Bowl okay. that did not feature the national anthem. Huh. I want to say uh, the first one, but I'd probably be wrong. If Snowman's watching, he'll he might get this. He would but, probably get it. Yeah. But there's only one Super Bowl where the national anthem was not sung. I would say either it'd be the first one, but I wouldn't I, I think they would. It was twenty two. Or I nope. or I or I would say, talk on it, what was the what was the Super Bowl when the Rams and the Pages played the first time. Was that 36? 2001. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the greatest show 36. on turf versus the Pats. I there. would say that one just because they were doing all sorts of everything else patriotic. They probably forgot to do it. It was no, there was Super Bowl 11. Vicky Carr did not sing the national anthem. She sang America the Beautiful. Uh, see, well, and that's the, that's the crazy thing. I was, yeah, I was going to guess. I mean, because that's what I was thinking. I, I immediately went to September 11th and I was like, somebody probably did America the Beautiful. And mm-hmm. then so that's why that's what I was thinking. 2001. Mm-hmm. That's where it, it that's where it came out. But mm-hmm. OK, so we were partially. Yeah. Mariah, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey, the National the Anthem, that game. Super Bowl of all time. I figured that was it. No. That, that, yeah. So there's a trivia question for you guys. The, uh, the uh, Super Bowl 11 was the only Super Bowl where the National so the, Anthem is the decimation played. of the. The Vikings, the, the one Vikings, where they yeah. lost. Yep. What was it? The was it their was it their fourth straight they lost in that decade? I think it was yeah. the fourth time <laughs> they lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rough. But yeah, so I'm mm-hmm. just looking at the, some of the some of the past uh, some of the past uh, national anthem singers. Luke Bryan was a couple of years ago. Eric Church, uh, Pink sang the national anthem. That's uh, what you uh, want about Pink, Eagle Super Bowl. She, Pink. Pink. Uh, Alicia Pink Moore, is a really good singer. Wonderful singer. Wonderful singer. <laughs> Aaron Neville and Aretha Franklin duetted for the Detroit Super Bowl. Let's see. Backstreet Boys. We don't talk about that. The only rigged, uh, the, the most rigged of all Super Bowls of all time. That, that game was so sketchy. Thank you for saying that. Thank you for saying that. And Listen, I'm and not an NFL's rate guy. That, that ref's crew had some money on Pittsburgh. Like, well, and money. here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. If you really want to get tinfoil hat with it, there's something that came out on the episode of the football life. They did an episode of the football life. Yes, I'm talking about the football life again. I always do. Um, Love that series. They it's, did. It's, they did it's a tradition episode. like any other on the show, Dustin. They, they did an episode on Mike Holmgren. And he said he said that one of the refs he knew from when he used to coach in high school and the the ref had done some of his high school games. And Holmgren said, I went up to him as a joke and I said, I hope this game's not too big for you. And he said, I wish I never said that because he he implied that that ref did not take kindly to that. And he was the head of the head of that officiating crew that year. So. 
I'm just like Mike Holmgren. Why'd you have to say that? Yeah. <laughs> Listen. So as for as for I, I haven't made my pick yet. I'm gonna go with the under. I'm gonna buck the trend with you guys. I'm gonna go with the under. Okay. Under 100, okay. 119 and a half seconds. Okay. Go with the under. Fair so enough. You're, you're saying it's gonna be a quick, just a just a, a, a good performance. Quick, just in, in and, and out. out. Let's go to the game. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. So the next prop bet is the color of the Gatorade that will be poured on the winning coach. It's lemon lime, so, yeah. Yellow lemon lime, yeah. yeah it's yellow lime is uh, lemon lime is one plus one fifty right now, followed by orange, followed by blue, followed by pink or red or pink, followed by just water. They no, didn't nobody's put, doing just water. Nobody no, is. No, <laughs> nobody does no, water. No. Yeah, I say yeah. I'm going with Jared. This is lemon lime for yeah. sure. Lemon lime makes sense to me. It's the original, and it, and and uh, it is it is my favorite Gatorade flavor still. Yes. After all, yep. all, after all these years, what about what about you, gentlemen? Yeah. Well, well, yeah, lemon, yeah, lime is my favorite uh, Gatorade flavor. Well, but lime, I should say orange. Grape, but I know they're not. Yeah, grape favorite. is underrated. Grape is cool. I like that too. But I, but I say orange. Right. Okay, Ooh, orange okay. another another safe Spicy. pick. I think it's mm-hmm. pretty. All right, so halftime show. First song to be played during the halftime show. Uh, Rihanna is umbrella. The ha- umbrella. Nah. No, uh, that's what I'm hoping for, but I don't think it'll happen. I like I like some Riri. Every I think I, I think she'll end with Umbrella. Um, I, I'd say please don't stop the music. Yeah, I'm going okay. with that too. Yeah, get everybody hyped up. Now, yeah. does anybody think that uh does anybody think what was that song she did with Eminem? I'm trying to remember. A couple Yeah, Love the Way You Lie. Yeah, yeah, Love the Way You Lie. Do you think that they do do you think they do an uh an ensemble and they have like Eminem come out and Jay Z was on that track too, wasn't well, it? Umbrella. Well, no, no, no. Well, uh, funny you one. say that, Dustin, okay. because actually one of the prop bets is mm-hmm. guest appearance during the halftime show. I say that will be run this town. Oh yeah, run this town. That's when Jay Z was on that. Mm-hmm. It was run this town. A bunch of people had verses. One of them we won't talk about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm hoping she throws suburbia in there. Just you know, just uh, you disturb. You, know. you mean disturbia? Oh, the disturbia. disturbia. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is Frank Wycheck all over again. Oh my God. gosh. I, I got to get another so, cup of Invader. Yeah, so that's the first song. What's the last song that she'll sing? I say Umbrella. Okay. Okay, so you're closing. I say she closes with Diamonds. That's the easy pick. I think she can open with Diamonds. That's the song she could open with. She could also open with. Oh, she could also open with. This is what you came for, but we need. I didn't think about. I didn't think about. She could open with diamonds. That's a good one, Jared. I wish she could do this. Um, all of the lights, but the problem is Kanye is so instrumental that song. It's like, ugh. Maybe she could have like another, like her 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 fiance ASAP Rocky do the do the do Kanye's lines for it because he's he's a talented rapper. So like. He is. I could see ASAP come. ASAP could do it. Do one with her, like basically be like, because un- un- all the lights is a, one of her most famous, like for like appearances of all time. Like that'd be great. But the problem is, yeah, Kanye is dummy. Song. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kanye's Kanye. Right now. Yeah, yeah. So Kanye we get the last song. West, yes. <coughs> Excuse me. We get the last. Yeah. Song, who do you think the last song? song? Right. Last song. I would say Diamonds is the last song. 
last song I could say is um I could say is the problem is all of her song like Rihanna is mm-hmm. arguably my favorite female artist. Like mm-hmm. I love her music. Like I'm I'm yeah, I'm I'm a country too. boy. I listen to a lot of country music, '90s and two, early 2000s rap music, rock and roll. But I appreciate Rihanna because she's just good at what she does. Yeah, she is. Yeah. She's got amazing. You, know what you could also Wonder. argue for the first song is "This Is What You Came For." But again, you'd have to have Calvin Calvin Harris standing by on as, as DJ for that. So. All I know is my my little sister. She she roots for the Eagles, but she's not the biggest football fan. She's ecstatic for Rihanna to do the halftime show. Of yeah. course. I think it's so, going to be a great performance. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, and then we come to the guest appearances during the halftime show. Drake is the leader on the Drake is on the leaderboard. I mm. could see Eminem making an appearance if yeah. they do love the way you lie. Yes, yeah, yeah, but he was in like, last year's halftime show. Uh, yeah, uh, of of all, yeah, of all of them, I'd say I, I could see Drake, and I would say Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z with Run This Town. Yeah, I mean Jay Z also and he's on Jay-Z Umbrella. Her, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he's also on Umbrella, right? He he. Yeah, uh, he's on. He's also on Umbrella. Yeah, yeah. So you know what? Maybe they do like the last two songs. This is making me think that you're right, True. Cole. They they do love the way a lot, or uh, they do Run This Town, and then they and then they go right into Umbrella to close and it they, out because then they he's still out there. Yeah, and they can because the. Uh, the uh the tempo of both songs are similar so yeah. it's a, that's a really good point uh so, yeah i didn't think about that yeah yeah you know you gotta you gotta think of how they're gonna structure the set you know mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's a good point man yeah that's a real good point yeah so moving on to who will the super bowl mvp mention first in his speech and it's usually the, the three are religious fig- figure it's usually jesus yeah. or god yeah uh, the teammates that's next in line or family. Uh, so, Jalen Hurts is going to be family and probably his agent and his whole management team. They're all women, by the way. Shout out to Jalen for that. Yeah. Uh, probably, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it's Jalen, it's going to be, his, it's going to be uh, definitely his, his, like his dad, who's like, was his coach, his brother, who's his role model, his mom. Oh, like, God. wonderful guy. Wonderful what, guy. Like, everything I've heard, because I know people from Houston who know Jalen personally. They're like, dude, he's like, his family is like, they're the coolest people of all. They're like, they're so down to earth. Like, they're mm-hmm. good home Texas country people. They're good people, yes, right? Yes, they are. Yes, they but, are. But um, if it's Pat, it's probably going to be teammates in religion. Hassan Reddick is a wild card. So is Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey might shout out Jeff Jarrett. Who knows? Might insult the system. My insult the Cincinnati uh, mayor again. Jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> Jabroni. Yeah. Or maybe maybe if it's one of the Kelsey brothers that's MVP, they'll shout out their lesser known uh, third brother. Uh, what was it? Ra- Raphael Kelsey. Did anybody see that Rachel, Rachel Bonetta? Did anybody oh, see that Rachel really? Bonetta video? I wish I did. Oh. <laughs> she, dude, she is a different. I, I, you know what's the thing is? It's like. Rachel Bonetta's brand of comedy is funny, dude. Yeah, like, she's I, a yeah. less annoying Kate Nolan. Twenty million for basically being a paperweight at ESPN. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, uh, I've never you, seen a, be- a worse. Listen, I'm from Connecticut. We know ESPN employees' salaries because it's it's state records. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It's like, dude, come on, man. Like, somebody's got, like, at least Stephen A earned that money. Can you know when they got her from Fox and everyone's like, 
Look, really? Stephen A had Stephen A had to get shoulder surgery because he was carrying ESPN on his shoulder. That's exactly. why he got shoulder, Listen, shoulder like, surgery. Like uh, Hannah Storm earned her money. Oh, uh, was it? Uh, yes. Linda Cohen, who I went to high school with her son. Oh wow! Sweetest okay. totally lady in the world, right? Yeah. He totally earned her money. Earned her money. Yep. Like Hannah Storm, like all these, all these women, all these anchors in sports center. Katie Nolan was just decent at a show, and she was kind there. of funny. She was She's there. there. Yeah, she I was, was going to say. Yeah, yeah, please. I don't find the appeal. Maybe, like, yeah, I was going to say maybe maybe you three can help me out. What was it about Kate Nolan? Because I, I would watch her stuff I mean, or listen semi, to stuff. I she, never I really got anything. She's semi attractive, quirky and semi attractive, but her, yeah. her humor is not there. Yeah, but, it didn't work. Like yeah, I'm and like, I was much more of a like Michelle Beadle fan. I thought that yeah. she did stuff that was funnier than Katie Nolan. Yeah, and, and I Michelle like, Beadle. Michelle Beater Beal was very is very smart too. Yes, she was extremely knowledgeable. Yeah. I didn't always agree with she's her taste. A bit knowledgeable, but she's annoying. Too. Yeah, I mean, I I have kind of gone the other way. I liked her when she was at ESPN. Since she has left, I I kind of am with you now, Cole. But uh, Katie Nolan, I never figured it out either. No, because I couldn't understand. It, I don't know, but like, like there's a couple anchors. Like, I mean, like I loved Christine Leahy when she was with Cowher. I think she kept Colin yeah. kind of down to earth. Dude, yeah, I couldn't she stand Joy Taylor. Joy Taylor annoyed me because her takes were like you knew there was a little bit of axe to grind behind some of her takes. I'm like, come on, Joy, really? Uh, yeah, almost every yeah. Well, and, and, that's and, why and I love how that she does the show is shady because shady and her calls brother and her anti Philly bias and it's hilarious. The, the and her funny, brother is Jason Taylor. I, was the fun, I the love funny, Jason. Though. The, the funny me thing too. About, me too. Former the, Jeff. The, the funny thing about Joy to me is it's like you know so you really know the stuff that you know, but it's like you gotta lean on the fact you 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 rock hard for Miami, you rock hard for your older brother and, and for Jack Prescott and yeah and and LeBron James and I'm like. Ugh. <laughs> okay, we get that. What else? <laughs> you, you you've been in, you've been in this you've been in this culture for a good while. You know you know the stuff. What else do you have to offer? Yeah, I mean, and be versatile. And I love the, the axe to grind thing because it's like that yeah. seems to be what her 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 bent is. I'm like, like yeah. so, like shout. This is one thing I'm not the biggest like Barstool hit and miss on, right? But they do give some of these women who know sports. They give them the platform, like Casey Smith. Fran, these girls actually know their stuff about football. Their podcast, which is all girl-led, I listen to it every week. It's great. It's honestly a good show, and they know what the hell they're talking about. And it, that's what that's why I look at it. It's like sometimes I think these big networks, they try to shoehorn people in. Like NFL yep. Network, I think, does a good job because Kate Adams was amazing. The girl they got to replace her's name, I cannot remember. I like her, too. Is she yeah. is like – does she got – does she got the – like the – the like the draw like the uh, attraction like where she's the center of the camera like Kay Adams is no but is she great at what she does yeah and Kay Adams' show on uh, Fanduel I mean I think that was maybe the wrong poll because Fanduel I I stand for Kim Jones because she was with Yes Network first oh yeah Kim <laughs> Jones Kim Jones is good okay. man I love Kim yeah. Jones um okay. she's I love when she reports on NFL stuff um MJ Acosta she was supposed to be on my show. Literally, I had I had an interview with her, and then Antonio Brown left Raiders camp, and that was it. Never got another shot. Ugh, she, no. I got a DM from her at four forty five in the afternoon that AB just walked off the field. She's got to hop on a plane to uh, to Oakland. I'm like, son of a bitch. So my Astro <laughs> AB is still there. Uh, shout out to my gr- a former coworker Penny. She's the one who hooked me up with that interview. But MJ, I do like MJ Goss. I like her when she's on. I like her when she's on the camera. Um. 
there was one more I actually had a lot of appreciation for. Uh, what's her freaking? I just I, I want to take a shot, at Samantha Ponder. She's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's the worst. It's like a nepotism thing because of her husband. Like she's better than her husband. Her husband was a her husband got drafted because of her. Like let's be honest. Mm. I just like, like when she was Samantha Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I still I just, remember. I think that was the that was the draft. If I if I'm trying to remember, it was like ESPN. Something happened with their their graphics. I swear somebody must have made a joke. But after Christian Christian Ponder got drafted where he did, and then uh, and then uh, also I think this happened when Tim Tebow was drafted by the Broncos. Trent Dilfer was the correspondent back then, and the graphic under him just said "Angry Trent Dilfer" because he was. <laughs> he was ranting about how the quarterbacks shouldn't have been drafted where they were. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> I will never forget that. Oh man. Oh, no. I, I think what I just I just love how we're talking about like all these like these broadcasters. And the thing that cracks me about a lot of these guys is that unfortunately broadcast media is can kind of be like they're talking about okay so like like the fox fox right now right greg olson has done amazing when new jersey's on by the way um <clears throat> shout out to my uh my uncle my half my family lives in way new jersey that's and one of the you and of the you originally went to notre dame but he got smart um <laughs> seven floor crew <laughs> <laughs> um anyway so basically like greg olson and Kevin Burker have been amazing, right? They've been great. They've been a fun combo. Mm-hmm. I would love. There's a rumor going around they want to do a Gronk and Tom Brady booth. That'd be a ama- like a like a Manning cast. That'd be amazing. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Are you kidding oh, me? No. The two of them together no. would be unbelievably funny. I don't know about my that. butt just clenched a little bit, guys. That's <laughs> a little bit of a hard combination for me. Look, listen, I had I to endure them as a Jets fan air. for so many years. Winning at their expense. Do I want to see them on TV together? No, I yeah. don't. Why did your see, butt have to clench? See, the thing is, I, I, I the, the amount of that was the face I made, Cole. Do you mean, geez. the amount of butt whooping they took from you that you guys took from them sucks. At least as an Eagles fan, I mean, we still, still owe Tom one more, like, punched in the mouth but we got our payback on the patriots in 17 so like i'm square with the patriots all right all right so well there's more prop there's more prop bets uh the first one is who will run the first commercial after kickoff now keep in mind no no anheuser-busch no longer has the exclusive uh Commercial rights for beers. Oh for wow! Beer. Okay. For, so also oh so they're first time in thir- first time in years. Gonna be, no, so so, so, so it's gonna be cores. So, yeah, it's gonna be cores. Wow. <laughs> so, they, so they so they parted ways in NFL. I didn't know that. Okay. Well, no, no they, they, they didn't part ways, ways, but they don't have they the exclusive rights exclusivity anymore. Rights. Okay. Yeah, thirty well, years. Like Miller, I'm a big Miller Coors guy because my two favorite cheap beers are Coors Banquet and Miller Lite. So I mean, like, I, I'm I'm all, I'm Team Miller Coors all day. You're, you're 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 on the Johnny Lawrence train with the with the Coors Banquet. <laughs> That's actually why I started drinking oh, it because I'm a country boy. Everyone thought I was Super drinking it because house. of um Yellowstone. I never watched an episode yet. Yellowstone not only features my favorite cheap beer and my favorite band, but I've never watched them once. I haven't watched them, but I've been meaning to. You, yeah. yeah, you will love Yellowstone. I know my parents, my parents, my friends have been telling me, my brother-in-law, they're all telling me, like, Jerry, you, you love Yellowstone. I'm like, I know. I just, 
I'm not watching right. I watch. I know. <laughs> listen, there's like 50. Everyone, like, listen, I've never watched Breaking Bad. Everyone says I love it. I just never watched it. Yeah, yeah Breaking Bad is uh, Breaking that Bad one, is good. Yeah, that's something I haven't watched. Yeah. The only thing I know about yeah. Heisenberg is that Jalen Hurts is going to walk up to the the Chiefs D line and go say my name. He might also he might also walk up to them and say I am the one who knocks. When you when no, you that's watch- Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick is going to say I am the one who knocks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Pat- actually, actually, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the with the with the profits. I'm gonna go with a completely different uh, mindset here for the com- the first commercial. Okay. Snickers, 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 huh? Why um, wait? Jump on that first commercial. I got exactly. It. Mm-hmm. I'm I the first hmm. thing that came to my mind, and I think I'm gonna be dead wrong about this, but I just like Doritos. Doritos Chevy. might jump yeah. out of the gate. Yep. Chevy. Well, okay. Cole, how about you? Uh let me see. Well, yeah, I would, I would say that either would be beer, and I would have said Anheuser Busch, but I, I didn't know they lost their exclusive rights to the NFL. Mm-hmm. So then I'd probably say, ah, uh, Marvel. Oh, that could Whoa. be yes. With a nice trailer okay. in there. I'll throw, I'll throw one in too. Mandalorian trailer. Okay. Okay. Disney. Yeah. Disney plus, listen, yeah, March first, man. Uh, listen, they, are, got- they do own Fox Sports. And my uh, and my next and my next tattoo is literally a Mandalorian logo on my chest right here, like the little me- Mythosaur skull. It's going around my chest. One of my five thousand that I probably spent <laughs> too much time on. All right, I gotta I gotta re up Disney Plus. I gotta get it because I gotta I, catch I, up. I got the Hulu Hulu ESPN yeah, Plus Disney Plus that. package. My sister, and my brother, did that. It's great. It's yeah. worth it. You know they're right. drop Hulu apparently. So the the last prop bet. Number of celebrities that will be showing the pro on the pod on the uh broadcast. Uh, um, what's the over under? Um, let's see, I don't think there really is an over under, but it's just it's a pick 'em basically. It's a pick 'em basically. So yeah. I'm gonna say at least 10. I'm gonna say eight, and we'll get one Rob McElhenney uh appear. Oh, yeah, they're no, okay, no, 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 because it's oh, there's a lot of famous Eagles and Chiefs fans. And so Chiefs you're gonna fans, get yeah. your Rob Regler, you're gonna get Paul Rudd. Yep. Um, you're probably gonna get good. Bradley Cooper, Mike Trout, uh, Will Smith, Pink, Rob McElhenney. Rob McElhenney. You're probably gonna get the oh, whole yeah. s- always sunny crew. They're all they're all Eagles fans. Yeah. Uh, no, Charlie Day's, no, Charlie Day's a Patriots fan. Charlie, yeah. Um, I don't know what Glenn Howerton is. Who cares? He's weird. Who cares? Um, who cares? <laughs> Ryan listen, Reynolds. All we care about is oh, is um uh what's his wife? What's Rob McElhenney's last name? She plays Kate Olson. Kate, Kate Olson. Yeah. They're Eagles fans. That that's yeah. that's established. They're, they're and their kids are and their kids are Eagles fans too. They're, they yeah, they're, on, they're uh, raising their kids right. Welcome um, to Wrexham. Yeah, they're gonna have Wrexham hats on <laughs> Eagles jerseys, guaranteed. Um, because mm-hmm. Wrexham's playing, I think today, right? Sure. I think. You're gonna see Miles Teller, probably Kiki Palmer and her husband. They're both big Eagles fans. Uh, so I'm going to say at least 12 to 15 because they're going to show every single famous fan there. Meek Mill, Meek Mill might walk out with oh, the Eagles, gosh. knowing how they they him them and it was either Meek Mill or Lucy Vert will probably walk. They out might the do. Eagles. They might bring both of them. Like they they might do both. I, w- I would say I would say Kevin Hart, but they probably fear that he'll be drunk before they start. No, they're going <laughs> to keep Kevin Hart up. In, they're going to keep Kevin Hart up in Jeffrey Lurie's box this time because they don't want him getting on the show. <laughs> oh, Brian and Rex, oh, and Rex oh, is play- former players, former players Rex- like Brian Dawkins will probably show. Yep. They'll Definitely. probably show uh, what's his face. Um, Mike Vick is going to be there. Shady. Yeah. They'll probably do for the Chiefs. They'll probably show like um, who's a famous Christian- Chief man? Christian Okoye. 
Let me see. Oh, Nigerian, Nigerian nightmare. Tabahawi. Tabahawi. Uh, yeah. Penn State legend. Will they show Dick Vermeil at the game, and will he be crying? Maybe. Oh, Lord. <laughs> That's a Dick oh, man. No matter Rob the team. Will be there wearing yeah. nothing but an NFL logo hat? <laughs> oh, yeah. he does. Very yeah. Rob Lowe. <laughs> uh, well, they're going to show Peyton probably because Peyton's kid is a big Jalen Hurts fan. What's so he'll your... be there in the silo with an Eagles jersey on. Um, okay, so at least 20. Is what oh, yeah, they're going to have like so many celebrities. <laughs> it's at least it's 20. Gonna, it's going to be bad. All like, these names, gonna, so. I know. There's a we're lot pulling of names out of everywhere. They're going to show yeah. – like if we get loose with it, like it's how you cost a celebrity because it's like unless you're a football fan, you know who Brian Dawkins is. Right. You know Peyton is, but you know Brian Dawkins well, is, or Mike. Well, you know Mike. We're Dick not talking. Well, this start. is this celebrities. This is not fo- former football. This is not former okay. Football. So yeah, no, I consider Peyton Manning a celebrity. He's a he's at that level. Okay, yeah, um, true. celebrities. Uh, Brent. Uh, see, Brent. I say fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Freddie Cooper, Will Smith. Uh, yeah. Uh, Kevin Kevin Hart. Um, Miles almost, Teller. Yeah. Um, doggone it! I don't know too many cheese uh, celebrity fans. Uh, Paul Rudd, Rick, Rob Riggle. Yeah, Rob Riggle's the one that I mm. remember. That's the only two that I can think of on top of my head, but yeah, I can't I think of it's many like others. Rashid Wallace, because he got booed out of the Eagles out of the 76ers stadium last night for wearing <laughs> freaking Chiefs jersey to a Sixers game. Like, like Sheed, come on, bro. I love Sheed, man. Ball don't lie, but you're dumb as hell. <laughs> no, she, you know you're she don't give really and you oh my god yeah, she knows she you know she don't give a crap i'm like well, bro he even he wearing like i couldn't even remember love me, baby. like if he was wearing like an eric berry or like a dante hall or like even a priest holmes jersey whoever 30 is for the chiefs she, man. she she's like <laughs> that they hate me <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> it's like that old uh, Chappelle bit where they're like on the Chappelle show where he's like, uh, "Player hate uh, his ball." Former players, and they yes. they rolled down the. They're like, because uh, everybody used to shoot a three point and say like uh, MJ Kobe. or Kobe. Or Kobe. Well, the yes. best was when they rolled down the window and all the smoke came out, and and uh, Charlie Murphy was just like Rashid Wallace. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. <laughs> I, you know what's so funny? As I'm getting older, I'm realizing the Chappelle show had like an all star cast. I was like, dude, they did. Awesome. Yes. They my boy yes. Bill Burr, Charlie yes. Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that one show funny... always on it? She's hysterical. I can't think yeah. of her name. Right the funniest comedian so when seen Wayne Brady went cor- dark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then the, so I will say this right now as a. Like, and I'm not even trying to bring it into it. As a white boy from country America, the Chappelle show is a thousand times better than SNL. SNL actually sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. SNL. The I last good really SNL felt- skit I watched was the election one with Chris Rock and, and uh, Dave yeah. Chappelle. I, I was that was say- the funniest thing. Having very conservative parents and watching this and a conservative super, because I'm libertarian, man. I hate, I hate the government, period. Um, <laughs> but like, my, my roommate's super conservative from like backwoods, Wisconsin. Watching the election, and my roommates were from Central New Haven, Connecticut. Super liberal. We're all watching the election together, and I'm watching the show. I saw the skit the next morning. I'm like, yo, this is my living room, bro. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but man, um, yeah, no, they have SNL's been kind of 
blame. But either way, I love the Chappelle show. That was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, boys. I think we're going to take one quick commercial break. Then we'll do one quick, more quick segment. We'll get out of here because it's almost right. noon Eastern time. Right, so. I need to start eating soon. Yeah, you <laughs> do. Chopping it up. Yeah, we have. So we'll yeah, do we one have. more quick break from one of our newest, newest affiliates at Billy Up Sports. And that's Seat Geek. So we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's Ryan from No Credentials Required to talk to you about one of our newest partners at Billy Up Sports, SeatGeek. Yeah, live sports is great on television, but the feeling of being at the arena is a priceless experience. That's why our friends at SeatGeek are there to help you find the best tickets at the best prices. Not only can you get tickets to sporting events, we can also get tickets to concerts, comedy shows, musicals, and more. Search for your desired event now at SeatGeek.com, enter promo code BellyUpSports at checkout, and you save 20 bucks off your first purchase. SeatGeek. Life's an event. We have the tickets. Yep. So save 20 bucks. Get yourself some tickets. Save 20 bucks with promo code BellyUpSports. Man, I need to step my game up. Man, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying These to match product you. placements. Cole, I'm trying to match you, man. You're you're the you're the mad scientist. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> still in the morning operation and Cole Sports. So I got match. I'm trying to match your game. Mm. So I'm loving it, man. Oh, we got gentlemen. Hello, Beth. Beth. Oh, hello there, Beth. Hello, Beth. What's going on, What's up, Bestie? <clears throat> Love you, Beth. Happy. Thanks for joining us this morning. <clears throat> So we're going to talk one last segment, quick segment, talk about food and beverages, our food oh, yeah. and beverages to make or bring or eat. Bread I'm making tomorrow, boys. Mm. Ooh, I haven't made a wing recipe up out of nowhere. <clears throat> oh, there oh, you man. go. Get her share or is it a secret? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. My Cajun blend is a secret. Only two people on this earth know that. And one of them, like, knows under penalty of death, he can never share it. Um, <clears throat> It's my <laughs> sister, my best friend. The only people who actually know my Cajun recipe. So. I'm making a Philly style wing. Okay, so bear with me. I'm going to take a grilled wing, cover it in Montreal seasoning, and then baste it in butter, chopped onions, and bell peppers. And then cover it with a sprinkle of cheese whiz and provolone. Cheese whiz optional. This says her dip is superior to all dips. So, well, well, yeah, yeah. since I was born in New Orleans, I, I, I totally would appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> the dirty Cajun, uh, my dirty Cajun butter um, wings are the favorite, apparently. And my mother um, knows the owner from the Acropolis Diner. She knew my uncle did or somebody did the uh, fresh place, the Buffalo wing of Buffalo. So I have their actual recipe and it's that's what I'm making. Mm-hmm. Today, so. Oh, man. All right. But I mix that's it up. Awesome, I don't bro. use so the, one of the secrets actually is Louisiana hot sauce instead of regular like Frank's hot. I right. mix them because as much as I love my Cajun foods, my specialties get cooking Cajun. Cole, I think that's why you'd appreciate my cooking. But like, I actually, my boy Kelsey is hooking up with a gate with a gator meat distributor, and I'm ecstatic. Wow, man! My, my, listen, I, Cajun cooking is my specialty. But yeah, no, I, I mix half uh, Texas Pete, half Louisiana hot. That's how you get the good depth of the flavor. Hmm. Interesting. You gotta Interesting. like you can't. The key to hot sauce, you got to mix the flavors up so there's a change to it. You, you don't want to have it all one thing. But. And also, I do um, Thai chili wings, and I'll do a, I'm doing a dry rub buffalo this year. So five wow. different flavors. Oh, nice, nice. Fifteen Dustin. pounds, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, what do you bring? What do you usually bring to the table for Super Bowl? Well, I usually host a small Super Bowl party, of which I uh, I hope to see you tomorrow, sir. Um, but I. 
in years past, I've done like ZD, whatever. Last year I had like ZD's homemade bread, a uh, bunch of snacks. Doritos, for some reason, is a Super Bowl staple for me. Mixed nuts, I also put them out. I put out some snacks, but dinner's the big deal for me. Yeah. I've done wings myself in the past. I spent one one year for Super Bowl. I spent most of the Saturday in the kitchen. I made 100 wings. Uh, it took me a while. But this year, and Ryan, this will give you a sneak preview if you, uh, if you make your way down tomorrow. I will be doing a taco bar. I am doing uh, beef tacos, chicken tacos, and then my brother-in-law hooked me up with a huge rack of ribs, so I'm probably going to cut some of them off and try pork tacos as well. I went to the market Mm. last night. We got corn tortillas. We got flour tortillas. I made some pickled onions and pickled jalapenos to put on the uh, tacos as well, Mm. and uh, that's what I'm going with this year is tacos. As far as as drinks – I am a big cocktail slash bourbon guy. You know this, but yep. for me, the Super Bowl is a beer affair. That's that's sure. that's Absolutely. how it that's how it feels to me. So I'm probably going to crack a couple beers. It's going to be Operation Clean Out the Basement. I got a few. <laughs> I got a few beers that have been sitting down there for 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 a minute. So, but uh, the, yeah, the main thing is going to be tacos, uh, Cool Ranch Doritos. Yep, we'll have them there, and yep. I also have nacho nacho cheese. Yeah, Beth says. Cool Ranch Doritos or Crunchy Cheetos dipped in straight sour cream is next level. You're welcome. As for me, I make a mean chili. I make. Yes, you do. I I make I make a great chili. Um, Usually it's a blend for the for the for the meat. It's usually a blend of either ground chicken uh, with ground beef or ground chicken with ground pork. Um, I use red beans. I use the black. I get black beans. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of red beans, I don't know why I just prefer black beans in my chili. Black beans taste um, better than the chili. Thank you, thank you. And, and actually, funny. Go ahead, Justin. Go ahead, go ahead, Jared. Oh no, my cage. Like I do my chili Cajun style, just because that's just the way I do everything. But it's like it's a lot more like heat. I mix in like a little bit, a tiny bit of ground sauces, just to kind of mix the flavor up a little bit. It, yeah. But I keep it as a chili. It's not a gumbo. I keep it as a chili. Also, venison is a good way to um absorb a lot of the flavor because venison takes the flavor of whatever you put in mm-hmm. so venison is a good way to get it lean but also like keep the good hot tangy flavor yeah i've been meaning to try to find some ground venison somewhere i can't i can't i i have deer hunting friends but they never share uh, yeah. <laughs> just pay i would like to make because, a- just pay them in advance because the butcher fee that's why i don't want to share Oh, that's why. Okay, I got you. But like yeah, my best I, friend goes out hunting like twice a week, and I walk away with venison sausage all the time. But it's like I gotta pay him at some point. Yeah, I know. I know the butcher down the street for me. He's got usually got some uh, pretty good, pretty good meats in there. Uh, but yeah, my chili is. I I've been told I've been told to 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 bottle it up and sell it. Like my my sister Dustin, she says that we should we should bottle. I should bottle my chili, and you should bag your uh, your your uh, your oh, popcorn, kettle corn? Your, your kettle yeah. corn. And we'll make yeah. a killing. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll do that because confession time um, a while ago. I forget how long ago this was now, but you invited me to a gathering to watch some football with some of your some of the guys that we play fantasy football with. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I'm making my chili. And I'm like, man, I, I don't want to be that guy because I don't like beans. I'm just going to try this. Yours is the only chili that I will accept beans. That's how good it was. I was like, I gotta, I gotta just be polite right now. But then I was like, this is good, and I don't mind the beans. But I make a bean-free chili. I believe that's called Texas chili. 
Yes, it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yes, uh, <laughs> that's the way that's the way I like my chili. But hey, Ryan, your chili is uh, next level, my friend. And last year, uh, in a very controversial episode of No Credentials Required, which is uh, and Beth says, "Boom, boom, shrimp, air fried." Um, a very controversial. Yes, controversy. Well, family controversy on this show. Okay, I was gonna say, like, is this like controversy for you, which would be another day at the office for the corner booth, or what? (laughs) (laughs) No, this is family controversy. I had my nephew on. We talked Super Bowl. We talked Super Bowl last year, and he confessed that my chili was better than his mom's chili. Oh, and that caused a oh, yeah, man, right. I hope she between me and my that. sister-in-law, which was legendary. Yeah. <laughs> shout, out to Chris, shout out to Christian. I don't know where your sister-in-law is from, man, but if she's from anywhere south of the Mason Dixon, that's no, a butt whooping. She, no, she's, yeah. she's, she's my mom's she's, uh, from South she's, Carolina. I say that on camera. I get my butt whooked. She's she's Sarah took a suburban suburb Saratoga County suburban. So no, she's not from the South. Oh, she's Midwestern. She'll say it's okay, honey. You just won't eat tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Cole, we didn't get to you. What are your some of your go-to uh foods to make or to uh eat at Super Bowl? Well, definitely wings. Uh, Yes, yeah, absolutely. Definitely wings. Uh and uh I mean I can make them, but uh since uh, I do have a Publix down the way, uh, they make some bomb wings. So, uh, so I, I I would either get that or Dustin. I didn't think about doing this, but I was t- actually thinking tomorrow, forgetting not necessarily forgetting that Super Bowl, uh, the Super Bowl game was going to be taking place later on that day. Mm-hmm. But I was like, huh, for the week, what I'd like to have, and I was thinking about cooking nachos. Oh, nachos! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about doing that. Yeah, and 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 to and to make the missus happy, since she's not really the biggest football fan, uh, I actually might have to slide chicken nachos in her direction. So it's like, baby, I was thinking about you. Oh, there you go. Uh, There you go. Smart man. Smart Mm -hmm. man. (laughs) (laughs) Beth says, "Give her a hot dish, and all will be forgiven." Yeah, it's it's already it's already it's already water under the bridge it's it was just it was all right but <laughs> all right all right fellas we've gone nearly two hours this is yes. an extra long edition of no credentials required but i want to thank you all for stop. i want to thank jared and cole for stopping by I'll give you guys thank a you, minute Jim. or two to plug your stuff cole i'll start with you give us a give us an idea of where we can find you and what you and all your various shows my goodness you've got a ton of shows out there go yeah. ahead and plug away sir all right. Well, on social media, you can find me at flow. Let's see. Flow, uh, flowcom. Uh, sorry. Flowpage.com. Uh, flowcode.com forward slash page forward slash host Cole Johnson. That's flowcode.com forward slash page forward slash host Cole Johnson. And you'd find all of my social media there, whether it is uh, TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, anywhere. You can find that there. Now, all the shows, you can find them on YouTube. Uh, of course, uh, you can find uh, Revelations as an interview platform, which I would love to have all three of you on eventually. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's on the YouTube uh, channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash at the Revelations with a period. Uh, I also do a show called Mentality. That's a new one. Uh, it, it's uh, co-hosted by me and a, a friend of Ryan's uh, and mine, or Wise El Jefe. In fact, mm-hmm. uh, after I get on, I probably have to do a recording of that show. Uh, you can find that on Comey Media uh, Incorporated. That's on the YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash at Comey, C-O-M-I, Media, I-N-C. Uh, you also can find me 
Also, Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson on Snowman Multimedia. That's youtube.com forward slash at Snowman Multimedia. And last but not least, you can find me on youtube.com forward slash the at sign Cole Sports <laughs> with the Z. There you go. Thank you, Cole. Excuse me. Thank you, Cole. I, I, Appreciate I, I didn't bring that much energy, man. But that was impressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Listen, I've I'm on my fifth podcast this week, and only one of them was mine. That's tell you how worn out my my butt is this week, man. I, I should know. Bro. Super Bowl week every year. I always volunteer to do like 15 different shows, and I'm like, yeah. by Sunday kickoff. By time oh Sunday kickoff, yeah. Gonna be away for kickoff. <laughs> and this is the first time because I've been. At, I was one of the original founding members of Belly Up. Uh, I'm actually the third longest running person here besides the actual founders, Blaine and Mike. And this is my first to roll at belly up where my team's in. So this is definitely a new experience for me. I'm definitely a little like out of it right now. <laughs> so Jared, I'll have you plug your stuff. Go right ahead. Where can we find you? All right. You can find my um, great blunt opinions at the, at belly up Jared on Twitter, corner booth, Jared on everything else, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Uh, you can find my amazing show of Motley Crew of Morons. I, it's okay. I love all my boys. Um, the we are a. I guess we. I guess we are uh, PG thirteen because we curse like every five seconds. That uh, is the Corner Booth Pod. You can find us on basically everything: TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, live shows every Thursday, um, and we record shows every Monday night. Uh, we're taking a little hiatus after Monday, obviously, because my boys have earned a couple weeks off, and we'll be back for March Madness and then the NFL Combine. But yeah, you can find all of our stuff there. We're definitely you can find Ryan also, who is has one of the best attendance records out of any guest on our show, and that is the Corner Booth pregame on Thursdays. Um, a lot of drinking, a lot of having fun, a lot of jokes. Just it's a good time and bad gambling picks. <laughs> True. <laughs> we rated our version of no crashes required yeah let's put it that way <laughs> my co-host once compared joe paterna to a nazi and i'm just gonna leave that one there as it was oh, oh my gosh <laughs> man yeah, that's a tone the death yeah that's yeah right. that's a that's a, <laughs> that's a little off but as Not for us at no credentials required you can find us on the social channels down below twitter instagram and the rarely used tiktok at no creds are REQ, Facebook.com forward slash no creds REQ, YouTube.com forward slash at no creds REQ. And if you'd be so kind, if you're watching on the replay, we thank you. And also smash that like button, smash responsibly. <laughs> on the podcast site, you can find us on Megaphone, which is our home base, but you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Spreaker, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you podcast, rate and review. We'll might, we even might be so kind as to read your review on the air. So, for my guests, Jared from Corner Booth, Cole from All His Stuff, my broadcast partner, Dustin, I'm Ryan McCarthy. Thank you for watching No Crunches Required, where, hey, uh, Bishop Bullwinkle, do you uh, do you need a press pass to talk sports? That's right, folks. You don't need a press pass to talk sports. That's that's my tribute to uh, Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson right there. <laughs> but anyway, folks, we'll see you on Tuesday when we wrap up the Super Bowl. Until then, have a great weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl, and we'll see you on Tuesday. Go Birds!
nerds. 